This podcast is brought to you by the Deluxe Edition Network. To find more great shows on our network, head over to the Show. What did I tell him? I told him I was here to see the, the, the plane crash. That's my job. Plane crash. Good. There was no plane crash. Spacecraft. Oh, a spacecraft. Well, I guess that explains a lot. NASA? That doesn't surprise you? Well, at least it explains the secrecy. Anybody else wonder who the hell opened that door? We come in peace. <laughs> Always wanted to say that. But it's an American spaceship. It can't be an American spaceship. It's 300 years old. There weren't even Americans, let alone spaceships. Well, it can't be, but it is. I'll bet you if you put a laser micrometer on this thing, you'd find out it was a perfect sphere. I mean, perfect, down to the thousandths of an inch. In the 8,000 years of recorded history, this is a first. You are now online with an alien intelligence. You gotta be kidding. You must have messed up the translation. No, I don't think so. If this translation is right, this alien sounds like an idiot. Well, that's something to consider, a stupid alien. We must have him. Well, I will admit the message is a little childlike, but actually it's quite perfect. I mean, it's short, to the point, non-threatening. Kind of the way you talk to a small child or a dog. Ask him for his last name. What? I want a full name for my report. I'm not putting in my report that I lost a crew member on a deep set expedition to find an alien named Jerry. Please, Jerry. That last part where he said I am happy. Well, don't you want Jerry to be happy, Norman? Honestly. Yeah, what's on your mind? I would be happy if Jerry had no emotions whatsoever. Because the thing of it is, once you go down that road, here's Jerry, an emotional being cooped up for 300 years with no one to talk to. None of this socialization, the emotional growth that comes from contact with other emotional beings. What happens if Jerry gets mad? What's going on, cinephiles? This is Barrel Age Flicks. I'm Lenny. Yeah, man. And this is... Hey, this is Ron. Let's drink and talk some movies. We also have... Stu. What's up, bitches? And... Ragnar. Time to nut up or shut up. Let's go. And finally... Hey, everybody, it's Chase. Let's get weird. And Lenny. I'm not fucking here, folks. All right, welcome... You're not the host. I, he is hosting the he show. Is You're host. hosting the show, but I bring it in and bring you in. <laughs> Acting like he's never listened to the fucking episodes before. <laughs> Doesn't know the fucking Jesus. goddamn role. Don't worry. I, goddamn I'm going to play right, right into you. Just Man, like, punishment right there. Uh, if you want to call for the vote, no. it's legal. No, I'm not. Right, it's legal to vote. Go on. <laughs> really? Yes. Why you want to call for a punishment shot? I, I, I'm, I'm asking Ragnar if he <laughs> wants to call for a punishment shot. I call for a vote. Okay. All right. All in favor of Chase getting a punishment shot for not following the established format of the fucking show like a rude little young buck. All right. Say aye. 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 Yeah, I have it. It's too bad we don't have any more lord for it. I actually thought of a way to... Actually, two different ways to up the amperage on the lord of how to make it even okay. more un- unappealing. One, microwave the shit. What the okay. fuck? Yeah, I, I think that would make Hot it worse. Hot liquor is always bad. Exactly. And then the next, I thought, because we were talking about um, just girly drinks and shit like that, and somebody mentioned a blowjob. I'm like, you know what? 
If we put like to put whipped cream on the top of fucking Malort and we call it like a sweaty blowjob, uh, <laughs> like that, sweaty balls. <laughs> yes, I, I think that would make, make. All it right, work. so we're gonna go have to do this punishment shot for uh, Chase, and then I will start good. the show over again. So you all got a little uh, little blooper here that we're gonna keep in the show. Yes, God yes, yes. It. All right, enjoy, buddy. Tequila. It makes your clothes fall off. <laughs> oh. So much better warm. Are you having it? a seizure? Uh, uh. <laughs> anyway, so let's go ahead and start our show. Welcome to BAF, everybody. And uh, you all right there, Chase? No, he's dying. Oh. Dude, he's having a fucking seizure right oh, now. Oh, man. Yours is worse than mine. So Bro, I'm, I've gotten used to it now. Tequila. I'm so fucking used to that drink. It just goes easy now. Goes through you. You right? can't fucking do tequila, man. Oh, God. <laughs> so that's a great punishment shot. Yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, we are going to be doing uh, the movie Sphere. Let's follow the fucking rules next time. Set it right. <laughs> so Chase is actually hosting this one, and of course he gets to pick the drink today for this show. So uh, Chase, I'm going to hand it off to you now. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> is that how we're going to do the show? <laughs> yes, it oh is. Oh my goodness! Okay, let's do this. All right, so uh, tonight we're reviewing a drink called the Paranoia. Um, it's a little great, cocktail involving. Great choice. Uh, Malibu, sorry, I'm trying to get processed the tequila. Um, we got Malibu, makes the show so much better, and Seven Up. Just a quick little find, but Paranoia, just just those three ingredients. That's it, and ice. It works. It it looks basically just like water. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, now it really looks like water with how long we've had them sitting here. Let it water Skull. Gross. Ah. Skull. That's good. Yeah. Very easy. Yeah, very I'll easy go to ahead start it off. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and give this two thumbs. I, I am. Um, it's smooth as shit. It, you know, I like all the flavors. You know, I'm definitely. I, I can definitely pick up the peach. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. It. I've realized a good. lot of our drinks have been having a lot of coconut in it. We've been doing a lot of coconut drinks lately. Because coconut always wins. Yeah, yeah it does. No. It, it, and the thing is, I never thought I liked coconut, but uh, I'm gonna go uh, second. Um, two thumbs up. I like it. It's it's very smooth. It's very easy to drink. Uh, you wouldn't even expect it because it, it looks just like a glass of water, ice water. That's all it looks like. Yeah. It's completely clear. Uh, you wouldn't even think that peach is in there, but it it's actually water. Well, I know it's not water. It's, it's just looks, water. Shut the fuck up. It's just water. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but uh, no, you're, two thumbs up. I, you're I, materializing. What yeah. do you think it would be? Yeah, Princess Stu, thank you, with the fucking tear on her. Right? Yes, by, by the way, everyone You're looking needs gorgeous to, tonight, sir. Thank you very much. Everyone needs to realize that uh, Stu right now has a very pretty princess uh, tear on. That I was awarded right now. for being awesome. Thank was you very awarded, much. awarded, huh? Yes. <laughs> by Ron and Sammy's youngest, you know. She said, you did a really good job, Uncle Stu. Here you go. Boop. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and we will be posting that picture on Instagram. I am perfectly okay with that. Yeah, I figured you would be. You being I got no person. shame. So, yeah, two thumbs up with that one. So, Ragnar, how about you, buddy? Ah, uh, man. Like, this is dangerous. It, it <laughs> yeah, doesn't, it is. That's the thing. It doesn't taste like any. Well, you said it's how much 7-Up is in it? Um, It's uh two parts coconut rum, one part peach and four parts seven up. Oh, okay I i'm not gonna that. say it's super dangerous because Which technically the, i only put three parts seven up so yeah that's 
both those liquors are very low alcohol. No, they c- it, it yeah. could be it could be dangerous if you're, um, if you're killing fucking goddamn yeah, yeah. Uh, you know fucking two liter of it maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or that's if, the thing. Or like, if your name I, is I, Chase, well, you get drunk after one. Fuck well, you. Know, <laughs> you have a big right. ass glass. And yeah, maybe. <laughs> but it's it's smooth. It's tasty. It's uh, yeah. I give it a one and a half. All right. And Chase, go ahead and give your own review of it. I'm, I'm going to give it a two, actually. You know, I could I could drink the shit out of this. Yeah, yeah I think one good. one, and you're done. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Proven track record, my friend. Proven track record. Oh, my God. Uh, so, that, did that tequila actually change the taste a little bit? You probably think so, or do you think? Uh, thankfully, no, it had worn off. I just keep that shit fucking away from me. Good God. <laughs> we already finished it. This is I know. Shot glass. It's just bad memories associated with it. It's got some trauma p- coming up. <laughs> yeah, trauma makes everything taste better. <laughs> got, the, right. got the spicy nostalgia. Exactly. <laughs> All the spicy drink, the red eye. No, that was actually really fucking good. I know. I enjoyed it. No, it, it and Stu and uh, Ragnar were the ones that didn't like it. Pansies. So... Me and Ron have been invited uh, to be guests on uh, another podcast, and it'll be the first time we're doing video podcasts. Yes. Um, so I want to reach out to the audience. Uh, how would they feel if I did the video po- podcast wearing like a banana hammock and pasties? Do you think that would fuck yes do really it, do really it, totally fit with the theme of our show you could do that I, yeah that, that's fine not me no not you <laughs> yeah no that, you. That, that fits your personality you'll, you'll, well. you'll have your fuck pig fuck you <laughs> <laughs> fuck you that's all you can wear sir is just just the fuck pig yeah so <laughs> if the audience would like to see my sexy sexy self wearing nothing but a banana hammock and pasties please go ahead and reply to us on instagram and let me get some votes out there please god no <laughs> yeah. The world doesn't need this. <laughs> yeah, so the show that we're going to be on is uh, Genre Geeks. Uh, they actually are a pretty uh, decent show that I've actually watched a couple of their videos. They do a really great job, and I'm really looking forward to being a guest on their show. Uh, me and Stu are going to be a part of that one, and it's uh, I think it's going to be in July for uh, Thor, Love, and Thunder that yeah, we're going to be doing. Be so you guys should check that out. And uh, yeah, check them out. Genre Geeks, they are a great show. They're on uh, just about all the platforms out there. Check them out. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, so let's go ahead and get into the movie, Chase. Yeah. So uh, today we're going to be talking about the uh, 1998 film adaptation of the Michael Crichton book, Sphere. Um, let me see here. I like Crichton's work. I do. Yeah. I, I've heard they've had a lot of good things. What but is that? The- what is that? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, somebody done got got. got. Somebody did not silence their mobile devices. You answered your phone, you bad boy. That's a punishment shot. Yes. <laughs> and that is Sammy uh, wonderfully assisting in the punishment. <laughs> yes. This is fucking gold. <laughs> did she just say num num yep, num 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 bitch? Yep. You suck. <laughs> That'll be our second this, punishment shot in like 10 minutes. This I is know. the single. Is awesome. no, I wasn't expecting that. This I, is I the single best thing I've ever phone. encountered. Yes. I love it. <laughs> I'm just going to use it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's alcohol. It'll cleanse itself. It's fine. I just thought about also. We should probably ask genre geeks if they're okay with me and fucking put any havoc in Might want to. <laughs> That'd probably be a good idea. Oh, God. Shit. Glub, 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 glub. 
Oh, you looked like you were about to fucking wretch. Good I'm not acting like your ass. When you do. All right, Sammy, I'll talk to you later. Love it. Oh, God. All right, get back to your fucking movie. <laughs> so, fucking phone off. I guess my first question is, when did you guys first see this? I know it came out in 98. And, probably know, run, probably around when it came out. When, when it came out? Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I saw it on uh, HBO. I, I saw it on HBO back in like 99 or something like that. I remember it being on there, and I remember watching it then and forgetting it very easily. Like, it really, <laughs> it really wasn't. Like I said, I didn't give movies a chance when I was younger, and when I watched that one, it was just like, eh, you know, I've seen better ones. There's better underwater movies out there, but right. my opinions change a lot, and we'll talk about it more about it, but like, I like movies like The Abyss, and Leviathon's one of my favorites. I fucking love that movie with Peter Weller and uh, Ernie Hudson and all that, but... Um, Abyss is so much fucking better than Leviathon. Yes. Well, I'm sorry, what? Abyss, Abyss is so much fucking better than Leviathan. Yes, yes. No, I agree, so but I still Fantastic. like Leviathan. I still think that's a good movie. It's not Deep Star 6 that Lenny picked, Deep Star, which is a... Unreleased episode that will be get done here soon, but uh, yeah, go back to you, Chase. Sorry about that. No, no, it, it was back ninety nine in HBO. Well, yeah. Uh, so I was like six when I first saw this. <laughs> so like what? Two years ago? Fuck you. <laughs> no, as Stu said, he's fucking eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I I fondly remembered this movie, and that's why I wanted to choose choose it because I I remember this being one of the last movies that really got to me. And I think it was the, really the scene when um, Dustin Hoffman's in the, uh, in the bathroom and starts manifesting the sea snakes mm -hmm. and they start coming after him. I don't know why that fucking freaked me out so much, but that actually got to me. And I haven't seen a movie that did that since very well. So I, you know, thought of it really fondly. And then I rewatched it recently. And um, I, I, uh, Change of opinion. opinion. Yeah, that's a way to put it. I was really disappointed. You know, um, when you hyped this movie that you wanted to do this, that's I was what like, I mean. Really? I was like so pumped about it. I'm like, yeah, I remember that thing was fucking awesome. The thing scared the shit out of me. And um, no, definitely not. The movie had a lot of potential. Yeah, yeah. but it, it, it's, really, not, it's definitely yeah, not it's, a bad movie. Yeah, it was not. executed so poorly, though, in multiple ways. Now, I'm not again, I'm not saying it's horrible. It's not a horrible movie. Yeah. You know, it had a fucking $80 million budget. Effects were great. Effects yeah, were all right. For what it was. For what it was, it was, yes. I thought it was fucking really good. I mean, they didn't have to... Uh, like the fucking orb was beautiful. I I fucking love the sphere. Uh, can, while we're talking about that, what was the military guy's name? I can't even. Oh fuck, the tequila. God damn it. Anyway, the military guy's name. What the fuck was it? Anyway, which one? The one that was in charge? Uh, yeah, Lieutenant. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who Peter? Uh, who can't Peter tell Coyote? that uh, Mercury is silver? No, he even says it's it's like Mercury. No, but Mercury he said is silver. it appears to be Mercury. And no, yeah, but Mercury. His next line is literally, uh, okay. "But Mercury is silver." Oh, okay. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. He specifically points that out. Yeah. Well, this gang thing got a whole fucking eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I can see that. Yeah, honestly, but I don't think it deserves that. No, bad. well, see, that's the thing. Back then, when I saw it, it was shit. But watching it again, I watched it twice for this episode, and I actually enjoyed it the second time. Not still not a great movie, but it wasn't a bad movie. Right. 
Uh, it was like I said, going into Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton's got an amazing. He's an amazing writer. He's no Stephen King or like that, but he's actually a lot of his shit has gone out in movies, TV shows. I mean, he yeah, did. I'm the, not gonna he say he's an amazing, not writer. an amazing writer, but he's come out with some. He's come writer. out with. I mean, he did Congo. He did Thirteenth Warrior. He did uh, Jurassic Park. He's also done like a thousand fucking books. So yes, yeah. When you when yeah. you produce that much, yeah. a sheer volume, yeah. you're gonna hit. Did, didn't he exactly. also? Did he also do Westworld, the original from the uh, yes. 70s? Yes, he did. Yeah. So mm-hmm. oh, I, I didn't know if you brought that in i apologize no you're no you're fine yeah but you better uh, fucking apologize uh, shut up (laughs) but overall like i said it it was enjoyable the second time but it's still not the acting i I actually really liked the acting in i thought the acting was really good i like dustin hoffman dustin hoffman did a really good job portraying neurotic that that he has yeah it did really well i thought (laughs) i thought everybody did really good for the roles they had and the basis that brought this movie the storyline into fruition where because we do we have all kinds of setup reports and setup protocols in the united states government for Mm -hmm. first contact for you know what for every situation we have a cdc there is a cdc guideline and a a military personnel response plan for zombies yeah yeah and and the same thing for aliens and all that so the basis of this it was pretty nifty you know what i didn't even think about this you've never seen leviathan right I have not. Okay, see, but you've seen Leviathan. Yeah. I just remembered how Leviathan, the beginning of this, is almost similar to Sphere. You yeah. know, the, a, an alien ship, or well, not, well, the, it wasn't an alien ship. Also, the ship in Leviathan, they go in there and then they bring back an alien. But this, I couldn't figure out, was this an alien or was this, what was this? This was, for, for this movie, it was just American dudes that... No, 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 no. He thought, I think he's talking about the Sphere itself. The Sphere? Never answered. Yeah, it's never directly answered, but it's implied. However, the way goes, I took it. However, in the book, it is there is a scene uh, in the book where the character uh, played by Dustin Hoffman, uh, Norman, yeah, Doctor Norman, Norman actually enters the sphere at the end and has a conversation with this entity that appears as a glowing bluish green. Oh, so it's not Jerry? Foam. Yeah. Oh, it's not Jerry. It's it's its own entity and it and it talks to him, talk saying, you know, humans have this amazing gift called imagination. Yeah. And goes on to and in, into that. So it was a ship in the book. Right. And that was never really talked about in the movie. There were so that would have been interesting. Yeah, there were so many plot holes. No, they they implied and they you know that this was basically left out for left out. For somebody to find, but it wasn't, and more like a reward and stuff like that. But humans were, yes, our imagination is wonderful and stuff like that. But we also are so not in control of our direct, you know, thoughts. Right. That it it creates everything. And Um, and and which would be, if you think about it, if you are a super duper advanced fucking species in life forms, you'll leave stuff to try to help, you know, other people, you know, who find up, you'll basically seed the the, the galaxy, the universe, whatever you're traveling at the time. And, you know, little fucking, you know, presence try to one spread your influence but also to try to help the the less advanced yeah and that'd be an awesome fucking thing to have oh yeah if, if, if you're coming from an entity that has full control of their 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 mental capabilities um you wouldn't even imagine it being a bad thing yeah so yeah um oh, i'm sorry i'm st- again still <laughs> processing the fucking tequila um 
but this is uh, why I definitely voted for not so much the transgression, but God, I, I knew what the effect. Would I be. hate you guys. I was not expecting to have a punishment shot tonight. That was <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. That was genius. You didn't follow proper protocol. That either. was absolutely genius. I got to give Sammy a high five for that. Oh, I can't tell you how many times Harley has fucking tried to do that shit to me. Uh-huh. Uh, so many fucking times. She, but I, Ragnar's I, got yeah. fucked over that over and over again. Remember in the beginning of the show when we first came on the show, Snow yeah. wouldn't stop calling him. No, it's because she got a hold of my phone and started uh, setting alarms off. Yep. It was awesome. Fucking bitch. Is that what she did? Yeah. That's fantastic. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, so getting into the end of the movie, um, you know, when I first saw it when I was six, obviously I, I didn't really have a concept of, you know, things that make sense. But watching it now, I really noticed some things like uh, talking about sea snakes at a thousand feet below sea level um so the saturation diving yeah that's obviously a thing but a thousand feet below sea level why the fuck are there snakes down there the same reason that the jellyfish there wouldn't be jellyfish down that well they said they weren't even they said they weren't even jellyfish i mean when they found uh queen lafaya queen latifah latifah queen lafaya are we talking about queen leviathan words are hard i can't get names right okay we should know that by now but hold on isn't it a rule if you brutalize a fuck famous no. person's oh, name? You fucked up oh, names so no. many fucking yeah, times. You fucked that, up. Isn't it? A, but you could have fucking called me, but you didn't. But isn't it a, an established? I rule? have called it, and everybody voted no. Yeah, that's because they don't like you. <laughs> fucking bullshit. I recall. You know what? I'll take the chance. I'm calling for a vote. I'll take a chance. It's because if it doesn't work, then I get a shot too. All right. All so right. it's okay. I'll take a chance. So for brutalizing uh, a, a well-known actress and no. recording artist's name for completely a national treasure. For yes. That matter. Yes. A Nubian queen. Really, that she a is. national treasure. She is very, yes. very well known. All right, uh, she is. Yeah, but I wouldn't say a national treasure. So for brutalizing that name for the nineties, yeah. just call the fuck take a punishment God. shot. <laughs> I, 90s. I, I don't even need to vote. Okay, yeah, he doesn't. But <laughs> I don't. Yeah. So yeah, sorry, Ron. <laughs> sorry, not really. <laughs> Fucking take your shot like a man. And keep in mind, a princess is the one ordering you to do it. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to do tequila. Oh, pretty, pretty princess. That's right. Man, respect my torta. Respect my torta. This is fucking get drunk night or something like that. Jesus. It's fucking Christ. Friday, oh, man. Fuck ups, yes. Oh. So you take that like a champ almost. but I've the gotten fucking, used to it. But the watermelon, you fucking have a seizure for. Yeah. I don't like watermelon. But well, the thing that is, should the be tequila. your fucking shot. It is. But, but and you, also, no, then you just took a different fucking shot. Then it's not the fucking thing. I still don't like it. Just like when you take, no, when you take <laughs> hypnotic, don't you fuck you. When you take hypnotic, you don't act like, oh, yeah, whatever. No, 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 no. I don't I, like it. I seem to. But re- I don't like tequila either. I fucking I hate it. I seem to recall us having designated punishment shot yes for what you don't like the most all right and your reaction alone speaks you don't like the watermelon shit more than the tequila shit so thereby the watermelon shit is your punishment all right shot fine it will stay so as my punishment then shot you need for to the take future. your watermelon shot fuck you no i'm not taking that i, I disagree <laughs> take your punishment tequila shot. is always you been my fucking worst until shot you found something worse <laughs> what the fuck man <laughs> until you found something worse so thereby you have not taken your punishment shot you just willingly took a tequila shot. Good for you. <laughs> Do I have to vote on it? There you go. Pour that drink. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, fuck. Man. Fucking comedy oh. hour 
on the it's show tonight. It's been a while since we had some some punishment. That's shots. true. That's it's true. It's been a while. Returning to our roots. <laughs> there he goes. Oh. See? See? That's worse, isn't it? Isn't it? Let's go on with the show. <laughs> yes! As you almost vomit. Tequila and watermelon's not touching my stomach that well. Even better. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, shit. I almost fall over. That would have been good. <laughs> He totally forgot where the fuck I we are. I have no idea where we <laughs> are. We were talking about Michael we're, Crichton. Okay, we're talking about Michael Crichton. Yes. About fucking what? I know he's released like 14. Chase, you are fucking drunk. I'm not drunk. Yes, I have you ADHD. Are. I can't remember shit. <laughs> ADHD, the gift that's like having a super powerful CPU with zero RAM. <laughs> <laughs> right. That is so fucking accurate. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. So, Michael Crichton. Um. He's a dude who did some stuff with that thing at the time. Fucking right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, as far as the the, the uh, book of Sphere, um, he did a really really neat stuff in that. Where like, um, so you know where they're talking about uh, they're talking about Jerry. Yeah. When he first introduced himself. What if Jerry gets bad? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> From in the book. Um, yeah. In so the, did, you, did you read the book? I I, I got some cliff notes. Okay. But basically, they have a, you actually get a decoding key in the book where you I have was, to solve the cipher. I was mad as shit about the uh, their decoding. It was at the end, dude. All me right, too. I'm like, hold on, hold me on, too, bro. So he got. The, There's no the way H it would work. And the A was actually the J or the J and the E was actually H and an A. But, but yet the whole fucking rest of the message else. before was yeah, hello. Exactly. So that'd be Jello, Jello, Jello. yeah. Uh, <laughs> My name, so right. that'd be my nim. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing about it. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. It didn't make sense. It, it was a nifty try, um, but apparently, it actually worked pretty well in the book. It, it was, it was another one of those things. If you're not paying attention, it's, it's a great concept. Yeah, if you're not yeah. fucking analyzing this movie. Yes. And you're just kind of sit, sitting back as, you know, Joe Blow is hardly a high school education, I guess, because, right. you know, they're talking about these sea snakes, but they're a thousand feet. No, so thousand. we're talking about Ron. Fuck you. What That's the fuck are you talking rude, about? bro. Jesus Christ. Every single, it's always fucking me. Seriously, all you do is talk exactly. shit about It's always fucking, fucking you. Um, it's but because he I swear you. to God. I swear to God. <laughs> Um, Come on, give it back. Give it back. Come Shut on. up. Come on. No, fuck you. Come on. Get, get back to the fucking movie. You're so angry. He's like a six-year-old. Nah, nah, he nah. wants you to engage with yes. him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Right? But yes. yeah, so they get they get in talking about Jerry. You know, in this movie, they have this entity, Jerry. Um, Which also, I laughed my ass off the first time I saw the film. My name is Jerry. I'm like, that is fucking hilarious i want to last yeah so <laughs> well i like how the fucking guy said that uh i'd like you to get his fucking last yeah, name I, i'd like a last name you you expect for whatever reason an alien entity to have a yeah. last name as well why it, not and the, the one thing he says i'm happy yeah i'm happy yeah. <laughs> right like, and, i am not going back yeah. to my fucking bosses <laughs> and, and telling my <laughs> lost crew members to some asshole named jerry <laughs> 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 like, fucking a that's yeah. right i mean i get it but no it, it's great because Dustin Hoffman's uh, character Norman, yeah, he he gets into this. He's very plays the uh, psychologist role very well. Right. He brings yeah. up how if Jerry's happy, he must be an emotional being. And I don't know if mm. you guys really get into the science of of this ever, but if humans go without human er, uh, emotional interaction with other beings of some kind, even an AI, if we go without that. Uh, interaction or having stimulus over for uh, for an extended period of time yeah 
bro it fucks you up so bad that's why it's always questioned whether solitary confinement is oh it's completely cruel it's absolutely inhumane um there's no question about it it's but i don't know why it's still allowed but but the the point is he's right yeah i don't he says in the in that movie uh, I would rather him not have any emotions at all. It's not good if he's happy. He's been alone for 300 years. Yeah. Now, granted, we find out later that, spoiler alert, it's not Jerry. It's not really another entity. But anyway. It's, but it, what, what was Harry? Samuel, Harry, Samuel yeah. Jackson's character. Yeah, exactly. because of his dream and everything. Yeah. But he wasn't alone for 300 years. So That's what I mean. You know, we find out that he yeah, was. But at the, at the time, you don't know. Right. That no, you do know that. You don't know it's Harry. No, no, no. I meant, no, yeah. I meant that. He wasn't alone for 300 years. He would have been because the 200, human, 200 and uh, was it 286? Yeah. yeah. But the human lifespan you know. automatically implies that no, there's only a certain amount of time that he would have still had humans on them. So if there was no other life forms, then thereby. Your woman is watching. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, God. She's going to see me make an idiot of myself. Hey, just letting y'all know that before. we are doing a little stream on Instagram. So, should be no stranger to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, if in uh, when they found the, the dead bodies in there, mm-hmm. though, right? How, I mean, they, that was the, oh, they were the, mummified, the, yeah, bro. That, that yeah. was the original crew. Yeah. Um, so they, if they had come back, you know, from the future, come back okay. to yeah, 1700. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I got yeah. You. And I got so, you. so it really, um, 250. So 300, 288 plus 54. Why 54? Okay. Am I the only one? The who- last, the last known. <laughs> The last known entry was from 2054. Is somebody commenting on my wonderful... No, 2054. No. Um, uh, okay. Crystal. Crystal yeah. on uh, uh, your, your, your woman. Your woman. Oh, God. she talking shit? If it's drinking already, he's already done that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, she's talking shit. That sounds like yeah. her. Maybe I'm the only one who, who may have <laughs> missed if they gave an explanation to when they first got into the ship. Why that, it opened its own door? No. No, I, I could still see, you know, potentially some um detect it was yeah, an automatic door. Yeah. It's fine. Uh but the, the footprints implying that somebody else was there right. recently. Yeah, yeah. that All was right. just glazed over. Okay, I I I'll make that, sure I didn't miss that because I was watching, I'm like, did they did they ever fucking explain that? hundred no, percent totally. Stu is over. wearing a crown, by the way. Yes. I'm yes. dead sexy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, hundred percent that was completely glazed over in the whole movie. I don't okay. um I don't even recall if there was any explanation in the book or I mean th- why that was there. It seemed like no, there, there it, was like it, a missing scene or something like that that would have address i think that. they went that's with the, the thing, thing there, there were no major cuts because this would be but when they saw the footprints nobody had entered the sphere so nobody would have yeah, manifested there was no manipulation yeah. of reality at that point no there wasn't but i'm saying like it must i think it may have been just implied that time travel yeah should have because everything was glazed and iced over but the, but the footprints were recent that's right. why that's why they stood out so much because they were footprints that had disturbed basically the dust. So that's recent. But that that's what I was trying to talk. That's what I was saying mm-hmm. before, though, um, with the crew, right, that was already there, that was already dead, saying that nobody's been there for 300 years. Right. But, and, there's, and, but there's fresh footprints there. Right. But they found like two bodies. Yeah. Two, yeah. two mummies. If there was a, a uh, propagating uh population that would have lived long enough to make any kind of change in the environment to like uh put those yeah. footprints there there would have been a lot more fucking bodies <laughs> yes i just uh, i i see where you may be trying to go but i don't think they gave us enough information to, no they definitely to, didn't. to make that 
assumption that you're making yeah. based on the information they gave us that the two bodies were the ones that were piloting it in the future and then it got thrown back into the 1700s and landed the ship basically to avert fucking up goddamn uh you know uh, humanity yeah or whatever so uh that would just be those two people there they never showed anybody else who could have made or explained who did make those footprints right right so i i just thought that was a it felt like a, a deleted scene i'm sure would have or deleted a whole fucking plot thread like i don't know if fucking russians made it there first or, right, or, right. or, or it, china or or whoever it was somebody it, it, it's, it really is like they put that in there and they're like oh yeah this make a great uh break a great subplot and then yeah. just totally forgot it even fucking existed exactly and i i got kind of perturbed to that because or are they are there maybe there was another team who they sent in first who fucking disappeared and they didn't want to fucking tell everybody hey yeah we're tried everybody would die yeah, they're yeah. Dead. Um, yeah so you're around <laughs> Too. Um, uh, yeah. Good luck, motherfucker. That's a, that's a good take. I like yeah. that. I, I mean, like that idea. I mean, it it would have been an easy, easy fix. You know, they implied, and you know, then implied the government knew more than what it was saying to the, well, the, the civilians. It does. Yeah. So it would have been an easy way to fix the plot hole that they could have literally fixed it with one three-minute scene, and yeah, and it would worked completely fine. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so I really like when they uh, they show up to the to the sphere and uh, they're talking about oh man look at this it's completely round it's uh you know within thousands of an inch I think he said uh, perfect sphere he he said he would bet yeah yeah, yeah. You know, he, he would it. bet it would be um and talking about how the uh, you know uh, what's his name uh, the, the the artist the uh, artist yeah. made a, a perfect surf, yeah, circle freehand free and that's a message in and of itself that was Lee Schreiber right there when yeah. he was saying right. that inside the uh, Ex- the room yeah exactly yep. um. <laughs> But uh, the uh, Barnes, the the military dude, um, he was talking about, you know, it looks like Mercury. And, of course, I I glanced over that uh, he made any other comment, but I got so pissed off because it's obviously clearly, you know, golden colored. Yeah, yeah. But he immediately does follow up with right, a line. Right, what does no, he the, act on? Well, it's Mercury silver. The, the military guy. <laughs> the, he immediately followed it up. So it's cleared up that plot there yeah. the military guy though um i've seen him in other movies like uh yeah, he's been the, a lot of things he's the only thing i remember him more in is uh et you remember him in et oh he shit was, yeah yeah he I was in that. that i think he was also he, was the he extra working? testicle <laughs> the extra testicle <laughs> No, I, I remember him that, and I also remember him. I, wasn't he in War Games with Matthew Broderick? Or maybe yeah, I'm, I think yes, he was. I think, I think he it was, was him. Yeah. I think he was, yeah. But, he um, always plays a good military role. I actually liked him in this role, and I liked the fact that he was like, you know, to the books and everything else. But um, I Peter, thought that. Peter Coyote. Peter Coyote? Yeah. yeah. What other movies has he been in? I'm just curious. Just tell me that doesn't sound like a poor name. It really <laughs> does. Poor name? It really yeah. does. Let's remember the Legend it. of Billie Jean? Yeah. Yeah, he was in that one. Mm-hmm. Too. Oh, he was. Yeah. Oh shit, that was a good movie. Yeah, he was in a lot of things. Yeah, he's looking rough these days. Oh, what a fucking, fucking man! So he looked rough then. Oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just remember him with the soul patch in fucking ET. I remember yeah. him in that because he was the guy that uh, was uh, trying to hunt ET down. In oh, he was in Patch Adams. Yeah, I was gonna say Patch yep. Adams. He was in Patch Adams. Yeah, yeah I don't remember him in that. Yep. Oh, shit. Bitter Moon, uh, a, a walk to remember. What the fuck? A walk to remember. A walk to remember. Yeah. Wasn't that the Robin? No, that's what dreams may come. I'm getting yeah, that no, completely no. mixed Walter up with what dreams may that come. Is, yeah. I don't know, Randy Moore and Shane West. He's been in a bunch of things. Yeah. I don't know anything about them. Leave Schreiber's character. He walks back into the uh into by the, Leave Schreiber's character is the one 
I personally identified with the most. Ted, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ted. I, 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 his excitement is like, fuck no. We're, yeah. This is fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he was else, super everyone stoked. else wants to fucking leave. He's the only one that wants yeah, to fucking leave. Yeah, he was super stoked. Favorite. But they leave after um, after Harry goes into the um, into the yeah. sphere. Yeah. And he shows up to it. And he's like, oh, man. what? And he looks over after fucking Harry just goddamn teleports in front of him. And he just goes, oh, what the hell? You're not going to be uh, freaking out a little bit more than, uh, oh, shit, my guy just... Uh, you also literally just found out, appeared. though, time travel happens. There's going to be some goddamn massive fucking half a mile long <laughs> spaceship that we build in, in America and still put goddamn Spanish on there. So, wait a minute, this spaceship was supposed. This spaceship was from the future, basically. Yes. 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 From 2054. 2054. And it came back and it Okay, broke. but... Didn't it go through a black hole or something like that? Yeah. When it, it, and what, it, that's it, what it that, That's what it happened yeah, with the 2054. Well, but so, when they so, first started yeah, showing the logs, they started showing the logs like 2007, two, or, or 07, or, you know, 09. Or, or, and then that's when the numbers start flashing by. And then when they actually stop. Oh, yeah. you well, know, who's the, who's the dead body that was inside the uh, the ship? Because there was one that was like all uh, uh, the janitor. preserved. The janitor, of course. Okay. <laughs> it's a pilot. I know, but I mean, did they ever find his name? I, <laughs> no, I don't remember. I don't recall. Yeah, that's what I figured. Rusty Trombone. Yeah. Sure, that'll work. Jesus yeah, fuck. Oh, there's trash trash basura, so maybe we'll <laughs> yes, just, yeah, we'll call them basura. <laughs> <laughs> um no, but I just I guess I would be a little bit uh dampened to the idea of somebody just teleporting. After everything else you just saw that it's blew your fucking goddamn world up. Yeah, this all point right. it's, just, <laughs> it's like fuck all right. It's another thing, uh, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I mean like I said, I, I would I, I really identified with his character. Oh, yeah. uh, like, like when they were like, oh, well, we got this fucking, you know, storm coming above. Well, look, no point for us to be here. There ain't no aliens. Yeah. Y'all don't give a fuck about aliens now. Y'all didn't, didn't have a four or five day heads up between, before that happened, yeah. by the way. I don't. You, well, I mean, that no, but I would think because the amount of time it would, they, they had that heads up and then the amount of time it would take to actually move all those ships um, to a safe yeah. area. You know, that's a long, that's a long process. Is that isn't something you ain't you just hopping you know and out running the fucking storm. Yeah. You need no, you're going yeah. you're going further out um, into the water to, to and most likely you're, you're. I mean, they were already in deep water. You don't have to move out from harbor from that. Yeah, no, but if you have a tropical storm coming through, right? Where if it's hitting where you're at, you are going to spread out. Oh yeah. yeah, you know, for safety purposes yeah. alone. And, and you're going to fucking disconnect from whatever is down below. Yeah. And I really appreciated the fact that when they were showing all those ships when they were coming in, not only did you have, you know, the big boys, you also had all those little small support ships. Yeah. Yep. Like that. Yep. It was completely believable to me. I'm like, that's how it would be. If, yeah, if, yeah. if you got, you know, that big of a fleet around, you're going to have all the big boys. You're going to have the small little support yep. vessels hanging yep. around. You're, it, it just worked so well. And that would be something that would happen if we came across what we thought was an alien ship. Yeah. So, yeah, we were like, all right, no, all hands on deck now. Yeah, pretty <laughs> right. much, yeah. But uh, so I really like how, you know, you're expecting this to be, a, you know, an alien show and you're you're looking for the next big screen appearance, but it really turns into a psychological thriller. See, that, that's, the, that's the only thing that I was kind of displeased with this movie is because I was expecting some type of alien. I mean, the thing is, you did see sort of like alien because the, the jellyfish. Right, They right. said that we're not real jellyfish. And that was because they, of the manifestation yeah, but also somebody's thought of And the fucking sea snake that looks like fucking scary Once again, it's the manifestation yeah. of somebody's thought. Yeah, which that's the only thing I was a little displeased about. I was expecting some type of alien or just 
something, but it was nothing. It was just everything from the mind. Right. Like, I guarantee you right now, um, with your snake phobia, um, uh, yeah, if, you, hate if, if you imagine a snake and they capture oh, the, like that when it came imagination. Oh, right up the guy's helmet? Yeah. yeah. If you imagine that. was that, a good special effect. It really was. And yeah. they, they put it in physical form, what you imagine. It's not going to match up to any actual true snake yeah. it's gonna be oh, yeah, your no. generalized idea your of the snake. would you say alien like more alienated like more of like uh like a fake creature like not not real yeah they well, when, you, were not when real. you think of a snake you don't think about all of its you know digestive parts its yeah. reproductive parts you just think yeah, when they, when they start dissecting it, like, yeah, this is, danger this, yeah this yeah. doesn't exist in yeah. you know nature um, right and that's where they're what they're yeah. talking about These and it made complete sense to right. me there's there so many things uh, like you guys you also they were disappointed that there wasn't aliens i thought it was really a good idea that to make it, the threat well humans. when you think about yeah, it the sphere the sphere was alien yes that was yeah. alien because that was something completely different but but at that one wasn't point, the danger no it wasn't the danger the danger was them getting into their mind basically using their mind whenever the guys think of something like samuel jackson he's dreaming and he's He's thinking all this shit up, especially the fucking uh, the the squid, uh, the, the giant squid, the giant squid oh, that yeah, came on, yeah. which I thought that was really cool. You know, with the the place all falling apart and the thing caught on fire. Which, by the way, the kill scenes were pretty cool. You, Lou Schreiber got really fucked. Were. You see that they fire just blowing right up in his fucking face. Yeah, alive. dude. And then oh, Queen Latifah's with the fucking with squid. The, or, the, oh no, no, the guy the that got the, the other chick that got pulverized. She got crushed to death. Yeah, she got like yeah. her fucking bones were. I mean, you could see it in her fucking uh, her body. Like her foot was all fucking slit up and everything else. I thought yeah. that was. I thought the gore effects were actually pretty good, and they, this was PG thirteen. They did pretty well. I have yeah. to admit, you're right. But the yeah. effects were were good for what it was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You said this movie came out in 1998. Right? 98. Yeah. 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 So, well, actually, that wasn't. See, this this does feel like a 90s movie. When you watch it, it does it, feel like a it 90s does. movie. It does. It does. But there was, are some things in it that feel, I don't know. It just, it, it felt, it felt really. It, I mean, everything was set, was uh, filmed on a dry set. There was nothing, no dye, um, I mean, except for. But it didn't feel that way. They dry set. Really, really good job. Even underwater scenes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, uh, when they're walking around on the uh, ocean floor, right, um, The it was all green screen. For 1998, that was all green screen. When wow. They, when, so, and you can tell that because they zoom in on the guy's face and you're seeing him in the helmet, right? And there's dust all over the helmet. You know what's yeah. funny about that yeah. is yeah. Leviathan. I have to do a little trivia fact because Leviathan is something I plan on doing in the future. And Leviathan, when you see the underwater scenes, everything was done on a soundstage. Yeah. And they put uh, basically like specks, like uh, like a dust particle in the in the area to make it look like there's bubbles. And it actually looked like it was underwater. It was actually a really cool that's effect pretty, that they that's did. That's pretty nifty. But the fact yeah. that this was green screen, I did not know that. Yeah, I thought this was, was actually filmed underwater. I thought they actually, well, not the whole movie. In but a pool, the, at least. Yeah, like right. it, it doesn't match to the abyss because the abyss was actually done underwater, yeah. which is going to be a future show that we're going to be doing in the summertime, by, yeah. by the way. I don't know why we're teasing all these fucking shows. We have to. And we're not going to do a single one of them. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? We have yeah, <laughs> talking about abyss and leviathan for how fucking long now leviathan was delayed because of a certain somebody so we had to change things around but trust me it's going to get done i I, it might be my next one i might be doing that for a small batch we'll do it but no the special effects were really good the fact that you said that it was green screen, I would have never thought that. Yeah. I would have never thought that. I I thought it was actually from underwater. I was very impressed. Yeah. Everything felt underwater if mm-hmm. it felt that you know yeah. that dampness you know that would be inherent to kind of surprised like none of it was done in a pool right yeah yeah and i mean at i least mean a couple a couple sure scenes like be. when they when they came um when they made contact with the uh wait a minute no no i 
I, I have to argue with that because I remember seeing Dustin Hoffman swimming. I mean, there's got to be scenes right. that, that, well, that well, that's done. Obviously, yeah, yeah. You know, that's the obvious wet uh, uh, wet scene and but. the jellyfish scene. That was all green screen. No, the jellyfish were the jellyfish were a practical effect. Okay, but but it was underwater. That that was okay. Filmed so there are see. Okay, when you were saying green screen, I thought it was the whole movie. You said it was all um, no, dry. Th- stage. There was the, majority. the vast majority of it was dry. Was dry set. Okay, I see what you're saying. But they did um, really good jobs, even the subtle things like when they uh, when they breached the airlock the first time. You know, you, you see like some water. Exactly. Come in. You see I'm like water that, coming that would that, absolutely exactly. be yeah. how it would happen. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of movies and shows where they don't address that obvious yep. myth right there yeah um it doesn't give you that dampness you right. know that would be inherent to it but what what i was talking about is it's it's really nifty when you um when you you're expecting this alien um foe that you're mm-hmm. going to be seeing but really it's just a a psychological thriller that really go go uh peaks at this point when harry's you know starting to really figure things out and he just talks to to dustin hoffman's character and you'll hear it right here yeah i don't know this is my first underwater session (laughs) (laughs) you're right ted did figure it out first didn't he good shrinkage (laughs) we're all gonna die down here you know I do like Samuel Jackson's character. Yeah. What? What? Very accepting. You see, it's curious. It's logical. Yeah. Ted did figure it out. Time travel. And when we get back, we're going to tell everyone how it's possible, how it's done, what the dangers are. But then why 50 years in the future when this spacecraft encounters a black hole does the computer call it an unknown entry event? Why don't they know? If they don't know, it means we never told anyone. And if we never told anyone, it means we never made it back. Hence, we die down here. <laughs> Just as a matter of deductive logic, Norm. Damn, I wish I could get inside that sphere. It's great. Yeah, and, and that, that sets the whole fucking tone of the, of the movie. And you're expecting, you know, you, you find this out and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. And they did a great job also explaining away that that logic and right. all right it still makes sense and i was very pleased with that that whole thought process that uh that worked and wasn't treating the audience like we're stupid no, no not at all no not at all and he was just so chill about but, it yeah why I mean, is it though that the mathematician is the one that figures like a lot of this shit out i would expect that to be the astrophysicist no see i would i would i would ask- I'm actually think it's good with the mathematician. The math is very highly logical, very unemotional. Exactly. Yeah. So that would that match the, the character You got to take trait, jumps. Right. You got to take beliefs and stuff like that, and make you know different ideas and be you, to, to really breach anything with astrophysics. You got to be thinking outside the box and in order. Okay, how would this explain it? Well, this could work. You know, and you have to really think about well, math. Yeah. Like, no, boom, 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 boom. Yep. All right, and it's absolutely straight through logic. You know, logical reasoning. Um, a hundred percent logical reasoning. Yeah. Uh, astrophysics absolutely very scientific. It is, but you still have to be creative. You're right. Mm-hmm. But like, how? Why is it? all right? So the the thing I found funny was <laughs> was he Dustin Hoffman's character wrote the like the manuscript for this whole fucking encounter mm-hmm. during the Bush era. And he, Bush senior. Yeah. 
And is he named? He went through the whole thing of doing it, and he named off these four people. Um, I don't remember if he named off uh, if, with their names personally, or yes, he did. it was their names. Yes, yeah. yeah. He's like, I just picked people that I knew. Okay, uh, uh, yeah. Yep, that's it, right. He wrote the entire thing as a paycheck uh, for thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah, he's like. Eh, no, no, it was never gonna happen yeah. all right so yeah of course i'm gonna take the money and then i'll fucking just come up with some shit you know using some logical thought and then the other i'm just gonna pull from fucking science sci-fi writers yeah you know fuck it, 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 it never thought i was gonna be called in this shit yeah. all right so i just pulled random people that i fucking knew all right you aren't even the best feel? in your field you're just somebody i knew <laughs> how would you feel getting brought into it knowing that you're just a, na- a name yeah. in some fucking manuscript for something that probably will never fucking happen yeah yeah and then all of a sudden poof it does yep i would understand completely i feel i understood why dustin hoffman felt the need to unburden himself yeah to these guys like sorry i got you guys in this fucking situation <laughs> my bad yeah, <laughs> yeah. And i was like yes absolutely it makes well, complete sense wasn't dustin hoffman supposed to be like the uh the caretaker of uh sharon stone's character um, so he was he her was shrink, the, shrink, yeah. and then also had an affair with her. Yeah, she was a previous patient. Okay, I missed that, the yeah. whole affair thing and everything. They had yeah. an affair, was it uh, almost 10 years prior Something to Something like that. And then, but Dustin Hoffman was married. I don't know if he was still married, you know, in the present of the filming. Um, no, no, he was I, I didn't think so, but um, he was definitely married at the time, and he was having an affair with Sharon Stone, who, which affair is bad, obviously, but also she was a patient of his, so it's doubly bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this flat out um, when it comes to the acting in this. I'm, I'm going to bring this up about And Sharon I really Stone. liked the, the, the logic behind the suicide, uh, you know, truth versus suicide attention seeking yeah the, the oh, logic yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. Uh, that he threw yes. out i was like yes absolutely that that is wonderful you don't fucking you know if you're trying to kill yourself yes you you fucking eat a bullet or you fucking throw yourself off a building yep. yeah you don't fucking take 20 pills and call your boyfriend right you know that's not what you do you're yeah, no. a cry for help i almost i almost well, felt bad for her character but yeah didn't but you? i i'm just saying i i didn't care for sharon stone's character altogether like she was actually my least favorite in the movie i i, I, I love dustin hoffman and i love samuel L. jackson i liked even peter coyote peter coyote and lee schreiber's character which i forgot is his that name his in. real fucking name lee schreiber coyote. no peter coyote yes it I, is yeah, that's, like, that's, that's his birth name, or is that like his stage name? No, that's his real name. That I don't know. If Actually, it sounds familiar. When he said Peter Coyote, I was like, oh, it's just, I'm before. sorry. This sounds like such a made-up fucking name. But would you all agree? It does, <laughs> it does but that that's what's... But would you all I'm agree? hanging out with my friend, no, it sounds Peter like a pseudonym. Coyote. Yeah. <laughs> Like, well, no, would you agree though that Sharon Stone's acting in this was not all that good? I disagree. I think really? I think it was good. Yeah. No, she, I think her character was fucking. She was annoying. She was annoying, but she was a bitter fucking. Bitch. Well, the whole thing that she was trying to put <laughs> Dustin really Hoffman inside was. that whole fucking scene and fucking filling the room up with water. Oh my like, god, what the fuck was that? By the way, and saying that she was because in her belief he was the one causing the damn the danger at the. Well, time. they were all arguing with each other about who yeah. went into the sphere. Th- that's why it's wonderful that the drink was named paranoia yeah. i thought it was a perfect thing because it does play that's yeah. that's an overarching thing throughout uh, the only for dustin hoffman and sharon stone's character uh it for samuel jackson he looks like he was in happy land i mean seriously so, no, let's, already... let's get in here because yeah. no it starts to get really rushed through this movie yeah, right when the back end yeah norman yeah. and beth are suspecting harry because he's way too fucking calm and then hey, norman and harry start suspecting beth because she's gone crazy and then norman and beth suspect harry again and then Beth has a psychopath, a psychotic break, and blames Norman. 
tries to then kill tries Dustin to Hoffman. fucking kill him. Norman's Dustin Hoffman's character, right? Yeah, yes. Norman's Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, and that scene was actually seeing Dustin Hoffman the way that he was just going sporadic so in there. so calm. He yeah. kept so calm throughout that. It really yeah. exemplified the, uh, the, shrink nature the psychology yeah. part of it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty nifty. Yeah. I, 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 if I were to say my favorite character in this whole movie was Dustin Hoffman, I, I, oh, absolutely. I enjoy his acting. You know, I, Sharon, oh, the main character was your favorite character? Well, you know, I, I think they were all main characters <laughs> when you think about no, it. No, yeah, no, 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 this is a Dustin Hoffman film. Yeah. Really? With Sharon Stone, with Samuel Jackson, really? with you Lee know, Shriver, with Peter Coyote. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, you Sharon like Stone was, it's fucking weird. Man. Sharon yeah. Stone <laughs> was actually nominated for Worst Actress of 1998 for the, for this performance. See, I told you. I don't, I, I don't I, think I, her I, acting was good. No, it. for what her character was for what her character was it was very believable to me uh for somebody who's gone through the emotional trauma yeah, that her character unstable, has stable um, like, i almost uh, felt bad for yeah her. already on copious amounts of medication exactly um and to deal with her own mental fucking issues that already exist like uh, like when she came back from basically leaving norman to die for looking for food and she's like there's no food at there, yeah. Wait, there, there's food here and here and yeah. here and here, and but yeah, and you still didn't know what the truth was, and exactly. for her to have that, what they would say was a psychotic break, but no, if if the truth was, she looked, there was no fucking food, yeah, so she went to go look for fucking food, and she comes back, and it feels like everybody's out to get her, you know, she'd be fucking furious and and sad and questioning her own sanity based on what she, she went through in the past right. like holy shit am i going through this again or 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 why don't they believe me or they don't believe me because of my past but i'm telling the truth now that 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 war that she would have been having in her own head it was very believable the way she was portraying it okay. uh, I, and now it was a great character no but her acting for the character was believable. Yeah. Hey, y'all. We'll be right back. Let me ask you guys a question. You know the director of this movie, Barry Levinson, right? Yeah. All right. You know one of the movies that he's done? He's done movies like uh, Diner. Uh, he's done Rain Man, which, of course. Great film. Great. Oscar winner for Dustin Hoffman right there. He did Sleepers. Great film. Uh, okay. Very good for him. Disclosure. The weird film with Robin Williams, Toys. Oh, I love that film. <laughs> Never seen that. It, oh, that has it's, you have to see that. Might be okay. That that's got to be a future episode since we're teasing like seven thousand episodes. You should host that one. All right, I, that's a great film. Yeah, no, I, I would love film. to do that one. That yeah. one's a very weird film. Yeah, I loved it. But yeah. he also did one of the classic Robin Williams films, Good Morning Vietnam. Oh yeah, another great one. Yeah, he's done great films. Yeah. That's the thing. He's a good director. Wag the dog with Robert De Niro. Another and, uh, great one. Yep. Uh, this, this film was is, shit on. Well, the, the, well, the I, thing is, I, it's not his type of genre. I mean, this is a very sci-fi. He really went out with this one compared to his other films that he's done. He's done a lot of dramas. This one's more of like a sci-fi thriller paranoia, you know, like a uh, thriller, basically. Right. So I can't figure out what what is bad about this film. I'm sorry, dude. I okay. Can't take you seriously. I, I, I honestly, right. no, I right. honestly can't. I'm right. just. I, all right. So I agree with you. No, it, yeah, it's, dude, it's not a bad I, film. It's a not a bad film. The acting was, but there's, I think it requires multiple, multiple plot holes. There's yeah. rushing. There's, but I, I think it requires multiple viewings because I watched it a second time and I liked it better than the first time. The first time I was like, ah, this sucks. Then I watched it the second time. I was like, you know what? It's actually not bad. See, and I feel like I would start to pick it apart even worse. Well, you watched this when you were six years old. And then I watched it again a week Recently. ago. Yeah. So seeing it as a six year old and seeing it as an adult, a teenager, it basically 
Damn it, man! What the fuck? That was good. It was so, it was so that subtle. Was smart, subtle and it was so good. Ron, great job. Thank you. So, I mean, seriously, seeing this right now, it's a, it's actually a very mature film. It's a very mature film. It's not a, it's not a. It's it was well made, and but I do think it had more potential to be better. Yeah, it absolutely. That, that's did. what I I. I keep walking away from this film has so much potential, but I can't point out exactly where it failed. I, I enjoyed the film. Was yes, it a you great can. film? No. Yeah. Yes, Was you it? absolutely can. And could they explain the footprints? Okay, could yeah, work it on had that. some plot holes. But it, not uh, not it, many. If you're if you're willing to look at it in a, a when does a movie sense. when does a movie not have a plot yeah. holes? I mean, almost right. every I movie out there has. Plot holes, it so. definitely has some plot holes yeah. that that could have easily been fixed. Why um, the fuck were there squid eggs dropping from the from the ocean for we no? Could, fucking well, that was from the giant Samuel squid. Jackson from the was giant fucking squid. imagining. Well, he was imagining the giant squid. He was imagining most of the shit that was happening on the right, ship. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's why. It's, that's what yeah. he was fucking imagining. Well, he was also reading he was uh, twenty. He was also reading. If you remember the whole twenty thousand leagues from undersea, exactly. It, even something as simple as yeah. Oh, after, I never made past. It, you know, it was page, after it, what page seventy two or something. No, like eighty seven. Eighty seven. Like okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then just to have all those books appear and then all of them be blank. That scene was good. Eighty seven. That, like, that was, scene I enjoyed. I really enjoyed that scene. Yeah, there's a lot of great things about this film yes and i i enjoyed the film i i I was i was disappointed yeah but i can't exactly figure out why you you can't shit on it the thing is like i said i still stand by what i'm saying it requires multiple viewings it requires multiple viewings to enjoy watching the first time you're going to be dis you're you're not going to like it watching the second time you're like ah, i mean you know what i've always enjoyed this film I have. See, the thing is, I, I never watched yeah, it in much in order to enjoy it. Yeah. It's, it's even the not first a, time watching it. Yeah. I mean, spicy boner! Oh! <laughs> spicy boner! Spicy, spicy boner! Yeah, buddy! Uh, I see the fuckbag is visited. Yes. Oh. This is Real. fucking bullshit, man. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Be better. Yeah, you guys are enjoying it. You're watching me fucking drink the shit that I ate. You know what? It's not our fault. No. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm not fucking happy about this. <laughs> oh, God. Just Thank go. you, Sammy, for buying this punishment shot for him. <laughs> Thank you. We love you. This is my fucking fourth one. Welcome, <laughs> Costco. We love you. <laughs> Did you drink it already? It's actually only yeah. your third punishment shot. Are chasers allowed? You, <sighs> you had a, a willing shot. Yes. <laughs> Thank God for I had that Guinness because that helped a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> the only chase that's not allowed is after Malort. Okay, because yeah. you have to let yeah, that Malort, shit you gotta, Yeah, Malort, you got to let that shit stew. Yeah, uh, that, that's a special linger. Yes. Chase. That's where the punch comes. I don't even remember what I was going to say. Go ahead, Chase. I'll, I'll get back to your movie. The hell was I talking about? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You're the fucking host. <laughs> okay. Talking okay. about let, spare. Let, let's let, let's so break here, it down generally. So here's the thing. With you talking about how you know <sighs> you can't put your, your finger on why it failed or what how it could yeah. be better it got a fucking uh 12 12 on rotten tomatoes which is okay so let, I, I don't think it deserves acting, a 12 is yeah. the acting uh 12 worthy no, no the acting is all. good all right is the dialogue 12 okay. worthy eh. this it, is the, it, 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 i thought it was could have done it, better it, 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 this is what it, i think it wasn't too over the top you know, to scientific jargon, but it also wasn't talking to us like we're goddamn retarded. Right, All right. It right. just, it was, I, I thought, I thought it found that good middle. 
All right, this is how I believe this. I still believe in the Rotten Tomatoes. If I were to give this a score for Rotten Tomatoes, I would still give this a rotten, but I would not give it a 20. I'd give it like maybe a 50. I I think it's still... it's. What is that, rotten? It's still rotten, but it's higher. It's not like in the 20... If it's in the 50, 50's not bad for rotten, actually. I I don't think 50's bad. IMDb gave it a 6.1 out of 10. And then I'm, I'm closer to that. What, then, what, what were the user score? Yeah. Uh, well, Metacritic gave it a 35 out of 100. But what is, what is the user score on Rotten Tomato? That's what I'm really curious I'm checking about. Checking that right now. All right. So, see, the, 38, so the 38% the, audience The only thing that score. I think see? was the problem with this movie, it felt slow. It wasn't slow. I, see, I, no, just, I, I, think I don't felt, see it was slow. I thought it was actually I pretty... Felt, I can't say I, it was I slow. felt the back end was very rushed. The oh. back end was very yeah. rushed. I, well, I think the movie's That's like two and a half hours long yeah, on the back end. Like, 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 a little less than two and a half hours. Right, yeah. when, right when they get into the suspicion of each other, yeah. it starts getting rushed as fuck. Yeah. Which... You're also on a. They, they they put in a ticking clock. They did. Yeah. And, especially, and then they put in a double ticking clock by putting with in the fucking bombs. with the, the bombs. bombs. Um, but which I love that okay. line. Was the was was the special effects? Were they bad? No. Um, they were '90s special effects. But they were for, good. For for, they, they, were, they were no. They were good for the '90s. Exactly. They, they were good for what they had. Yeah. So the big, I mean, the, the fucking big, CGI on the spear looked really was, good. Too. Yeah. Was the the overall premise a bad premise? No. No. Uh, was the cinematography lot. bad? Let me let me tell you this. No, not really. It, I don't it, think it so. didn't, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Everything so, on it, paper. It, it, <laughs> the thing is, you know, the thing is, this film should be better, right? The movie wasn't no, bad enough where I actually wanted to know. I wanted to know what the end. I wanted to know what happened in the end because I was curious what's going to happen. What's going to happen here? So that actually it, it kept you. It kept, kept you on your seat. It kept you wanting more, but the finale sucked. But why? That's why I'm trying to figure out why. I can't figure out. Why this wasn't better? I, I'm, a, I'm in agreement. It, it's not a great film. I'm in 100 percent agreement, but I can't figure out why it wasn't a great film. So there's nothing wrong with it. I'm like, God damn it! Why is it? Why isn't this so better? There was a film released like not too long before this called Solaris. Star, star, it yeah. was a yeah. Russian film starring George, uh, with George Clooney in it actually. Mm-hmm. Really, um, and Russian film with George Clooney. Yeah, I was a little confused by that as well. I I haven't seen it yet. Collaborating but. with the commies. <laughs> Russian Russian film with George Clooney. Yeah, Which Solaris. One is that? Solaris. Oh, that one. That's actually produced by James Cameron. Right, and apparently it's based on a. It's based on an original. It's based on an older film, though. Right. It basically um, all the same concept, and everybody's saying that. that oh my God, part. he's right. Yeah. yeah, and that's directed by uh, um, uh, Sonfield. Uh, not Sonfield. The guy who directed Traffic, I forgot his name. He also directed the Oceans trilogy, mm-hmm. the Oceans yeah, Eleven I've known, trilogy. I don't I've known know. a few different officers to direct Traffic. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> wow. don't that was good. That was good. That was a great dad joke. <laughs> I love it. So I guess the big question is: Do you think it deserves a reboot? Because check it out. Twenty eighteen, HBO announced that there will be a Sphere series. Steven Soderbergh, by the way, that was the director who did. Uh, okay, if it's Solaris, a long form storytelling. That could get really fucking interesting, right? Yeah, but you know what? Really interesting. It'd be the same thing with uh, about it. It'd be same thing with Eaters of the Dead from uh, Yeah Thirteenth uh, Warrior. There's some there's something that would because that's that also a Michael long Crichton. form storytelling could really fucking work and, and kind of give you that that paranoia throughout like the way no, Westworld. No, you know, no, yeah. no, no, no. You don't think you know, this would be yeah, better? Yeah. You, you know that that weird I, I know. paranoia throughout the fucking show. I think keep you hanging. Yeah. yeah, I think we'd be better off as a miniseries on like sci-fi where they can actually extend it a little bit. And make but it's so a long, that's so a long form storytelling. Yeah, what I'm um, saying, but make it like like a like a limited series, like four, four or five episodes. Work. Give I mean, me a little bit like more. Like Battlestar Galactica reboot. And yeah, stuff like yeah, that, yeah. that yeah. was 
you know, it instilled that paranoia and still yeah. not knowing everything yeah. like that. Uh, I, I think that could really work as could. far as not knowing who had gone in the sphere, not knowing who's uh, infecting. Well, what. see, that's the thing. Uh, who do you agree feels like went in the sphere? Well, did absolutely. All, of go- L. Jackson all three of them definitely fucking Very did. Cool. All three of them went in the sphere, but the uh, yeah. Peter, Peter Coyote guy didn't go in the sphere at no. all. No, and Lee Schreiber didn't go in the sphere. No. The only one he that his you face don't ever out. see is uh, Sharon Stone's character. You don't see her go. Right. Well, She's well, only- it's a, no, you don't see her go. No, it's implied that yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, food so there's actually yeah. there's actually an alternate ending. So on the uh, on the alternate ending, they're actually being questioned after they've you know agreed to forget everything. Yeah, and um, you know during the questioning, it's kind of kind of hints that uh, Sharon Stone's character didn't really make the agreement and is just pretending that she forgot everything and still has the power. You know, of course, the one that's not exactly sane. Mm, that Wait, is, that's kind of fucking terrifying, right? Yeah, yeah that is terrifying, right? Okay, but did it also have the part where you see the sphere just rise no. out of the water and nope. go into space? Nope. So that was actually put in. Okay, that's that's a totally that, then that then, then yeah then I don't like that ending then because of the fact that the only logical way it would make sense because the U.S. government we are fucking well, goddamn think about, yeah. think about it on that alternate ending if she has the has still has the power and she can convince somebody else and figure out a way to manifest herself down there with more people to create an even bigger issue yeah, yeah. but if the sphere doesn't shoot out then uncle sam is definitely gonna go fuck with that sphere some more uh the world's fucking over i mean yeah. um and which means the ship would have never been built the ship uh and the, then the, the ship not built then they could have come back which means they couldn't fucking have the, the fucking goddamn the whole thing to start the whole thing right so that th- falls in the classic time travel you know plot hole exactly. um, well, why do- so the only way it makes sense is the ending the, what, well, that's the ending they, they, they well, why did sherrod stone set all those uh uh fail safes no, 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 I'm talking she, about the detonations. Yeah, the, no, uh, she said it explosives. as protection yeah. uh, for uh, uh, for the outside creatures. Uh, you know, but she set them up, you know, thinking, all right, if they come in this perimeter, this shit's going to blow them up and we'll be protected. So who was the yeah, good guy in this film? Like, who was, like, the the good person? The, I the mean, sphere. Really? That's a nifty con. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the book, the sphere is very much so a mm. benevolent yeah. entity. Saying that you know, unfortunately got its powers abused by humans. Right. This is completely changing my opinion about this movie. Yeah. Like I, said, I, I like I, I, I'm actually I, even going to give it a good I rating. Don't I, I wasn't expecting to do that. I, why does phone doesn't work? It does when you think about it now. Yeah, like the more, logically, it, it, it's most really of it makes sense logically. You know what's right. funny? All right. You know what's <laughs> funny is that. When we do our shows, yeah, I know. and we talk You're about very the movies, easily, you know, uh, uh, shut the change. fuck up. But when we do our shows, <laughs> how many times has your opinion changed because of our our, our discussions? They do because we yeah, we that's dissect the whole point. I know, but it's his. It's the only his. It's not only me. It's you, fucker. I mean, you you didn't even think one hour photo was gonna be good. No, I I because I didn't. Start, that's what you weren't expecting me, a five. No. That's what made me start thinking critically. I know, you know, but were you thinking of a five when you first watched the movie? You're like, oh, this movie's a five. No, because I wasn't watching it exactly. Critically. You did the show, and then you thought, you know what? what? This is a five. No, it wasn't until I rewatched it to get ready for the show that I was like, I'm gonna have to fucking say this is a goddamn 
the, uh, uh, you know, a well, you know, I'm really curious. Make a fucking film. I'm really curious what your <laughs> right. review is going to be about this one. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. This fucking tear on your head's pissing me off. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Why? I've been sitting here trying to take you seriously for like 30 I fucking know. minutes. I'm like, amazing. Uh... Every single time I look at you, I see a fucking diamond tear yes. on your fucking head. You're just fucking jealous. <laughs> I'm fucking jealous. He's I don't totally want jealous. that shit on my head. He's a yeah, fucking totally pretty, jealous. pretty fucking princess. All right. God damn it. Respect me. Mm, Break this down. If, if you can't figure it, <laughs> wait. He just keeps going. Well, just like, what going. the fuck were you saying? You're <laughs> just fucking being retarded over here. They're <laughs> talking about him spanking me. Oh. <laughs> okay, call me a bad monkey. Oh, okay. <laughs> Getting kinky. Yes. Good deal. That's He's a bad little princess. Of course, we're always kinky in this show. Mm. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> All right, let's talk about these uh, characters as Jake. Uh, I am. <laughs> really? Is that what you, <laughs> you fucking pervert? Oh God! Stu is the resident pervert in this show. I oh, swear to yeah. God. Show me the fucking monkey! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. so you you keep saying that you it's not a great movie, but you can't figure out why. Yes. All right. Let's fucking break it down then. Okay. Barnes. We're gonna go from like the least important characters up. I'm not talking about the the rest of the fucking crew. Which one is yeah, Barnes? No, you can't. Barnes is the military. Peter, Peter Coyote. Peter Coyote. <laughs> okay, I liked the him. fucking name. I uh, know. I I, I liked. I, fucking weird. I actually liked his character a lot. I thought he was very to the books. He was very. I, I liked the fact that you know the whole thing about Jerry when Jerry was showing up on the computer screen. Right. He said, "I'd like to hear the last name because I really right. don't want to fucking name an alien after fucking Jerry after we just lost a crew member and stuff like right, that." Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I, I get it. It's he and did really well. He did very well, especially as his character, because it exemplifies some of the stupid shit that you hear from the government. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I've I've served a, some military folk, you know, higher up and shit like that, especially if their jobs were less known than than you know yeah. could be. And no, they are very strict. He played the role wonderfully of somebody who, who he actually cared about the people yeah yeah so you know as far as a commander he was very a very good commander of this crew well uh, he he was a like i said he was a down to the books guy he yes. wasn't like and he he was more of the military side he wasn't like like i believe in all this shit all this alien shit and everything else he no, was he just was like by the so, it, he well, was he was the military side that you don't hear about yeah, yeah. he was he, very he much was so on mission. mission mission first yes. yeah. yeah exactly he well he was pissed mission. off he was pissed off when he brought when uh dustin hoffman brought brought the sharon Stone. what is your name uh beth beth when yeah. he brought beth on a board says why did you bring this care uh, why did you bring this one on board when you knew that she had emotional problems yes because she posed a danger to the crew in yeah. his mind and you know his job his first primary job is to basically shepherd this crew and protect this crew did a great and, fucking job yeah yeah, yeah. she <laughs> she posed a danger and from coming from a military aspect you want to know about anything you're gonna fucking come across right all right, right. You, so you can make the best decisions possible and to get blindsided by that information was fucking goddamn a kick in his teeth and yes. he was pissed yeah right all right so i thought he did really well no he did that, he did that role. so he's right now what do you think he's a- well at the same time he i don't think he could get as pissed as he was for uh norm Norm, norm norman right yeah norm norman. was ahead of yeah um he for having her on board he wrote this manuscript 
Thinking was bullshit. It would never happen. Yeah, because so but, he even says this is our Bible. All right. Yeah. So in his mentality, you know, that's what they're basing everything off of. And he doesn't know it was bullshit that Norman wrote. No, he doesn't. Yeah, Norman never goes to him and saying, hey, all this was bullshit. Yeah. He, he like, talks to Harry. He goes, yeah. they can never find out. Yeah. So in his mind, you know, it, it's like if fucking Jesus Christ came to you and fucking said, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't mean any of that. All right. So it'd be a fucking goddamn kick in your teeth. Yeah. All right. And that's what he is viewing it as. And I think if he had known that like this was just bullshit and the fact of none of this shit would have ever nobody ever thought any of this stuff mm-hmm. would ever have fucking happen. I think his mindset maybe would have fucking changed a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know? But his mindset was all right because his was a very goal oriented mentality so he he couldn't even imagine a world where somebody would just be taking this official fucking job half-assing it exactly all right yeah. especially since they built their entire fucking plan around this fucking you know th- this and what was his organization at what osu uh OSSA. no ossa uh, no 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 he even says uh the ossa doesn't even know yes. uh, who i am yep all right um so they don't right, say right. exactly what what alphabet company he works with yeah um uh, somewhere between uh a and z yeah, yeah. Exactly. And the letters yeah. that don't exist yes <laughs> um which absolutely exist out there oh, yes, they do. <laughs> oh, these people God. absolutely exist so it, it was just such a foreign concept to him that somebody some, would bullshit this exactly and then you know why would somebody who wrote this thing then bring such a dangerous individual to the mission on this mission he, yeah yeah so that's why he got so upset i thought he played the, the role very very well even to the point where he's like you know what they tell me we're fucking going up we're going up yeah. <laughs> all right so so out of 10 you would give his character for believability and the way he portrayed that character a strong eight okay yeah. about, about the same yeah you i give him a nine yeah, I was going to say I'd give him a nine. I, I give him a nine. I thought he did the the uh, character extremely well. I yeah, thought he did. He right right up until his death scene, which I found. He got cut in half, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah the door. from the door, yeah. But he was still willing to sacrifice himself for the sake of well, the Well, no, crew he, he was the looking for the safety of, of his crew. He was looking yeah. for the safety of the, uh, the like Just like I said, he got pissed off at... Uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman's character, what's his name? Is? Norman. 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 He got pissed off at Norman's character on bringing uh, Beth on board. So, exactly. Um, uh, what's the next character that we're going to talk about? Uh, I'm going to call that uh, probably the the next the next more important character would probably be Harry. I loved Harry. I wow. thought See, first of all, I'll go with Leif Schreiber. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's oh, what yeah, no, you're right, Leif Schreiber. Yeah. Okay, so which one's Leif Schreiber? Ted. Which is Ted? Ted. All right, I like Ted. I like Ted a lot. I, really I like him as an actor. Lee Schreiber did a great job in that role. I thought he was a very good scientific role in the in the whole thing, and. Uh, he was really excited about he mm-hmm. seeing it, especially he was when also he went extremely on extremely narcissistic. Yes. But when he went on the fucking uh, thing and he said, you know, we come in peace. And he said, I've always wanted to say that. Right, I fucking right. love that. About I would too. He was a really very real. And he really character. dissected the spear because he was the one that kind of said how this is a perfect spear and everything else. Spear. I, Sphere. Sphere. You keep calling it a spear. Spear. Yeah. That's All right. A big long poke. Yeah. Big long pokey. Literally the exact opposite shape that you could be. <laughs> <laughs> Ass. You're, but, you're close. You're close. You're no, close. Leave, leave Schreiber. I'll go ahead and give my review on him. I give him a ten. 
Yeah. I actually enjoyed I, his character a lot. He was actually my favorite character, and I was sad that he died. I, I, I felt the same and he way. he died fucking brutally. I oh mean, that fucking God, yeah. shit falling on him, and then that fucking Torch fire just forcing his face. I was like, oh, why? I really wanted your character yeah. to last, but he, no, he didn't. No. Nah. Yeah. What, I, I enjoyed it a lot because he was a very narcissistic individual. He was very much so egotistical. He was, you know, yeah, yeah. I have all these accomplishments. What have you done? But yeah. at the same time, he all, he embodied the the young novelty-seeking mm-hmm. idea. So I think I'd give him probably an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, I'm, I love the character. Like I said, that's one I, I most identified with, yeah. uh, embodied, even though, yeah, he was... He was an asshole. He was an egotistical yeah, fucking, you know, he was an arsonist. Most, yeah. most fucking asshole. Most people that are yeah. that know a lot about where, size are very snobby. You know, he was happen. competing with fucking Harry. You know, as far right, as yeah, right, you know, right. the, the you know the, the PhD, went, yeah, the, the first youngest, doctorate. Yeah. Damn, like, you got, got me by, by one year, year. Yeah. one year, Harry, <laughs> one year. That was fantastic. Fuck. I'm used to being the smartest motherfucker in the room. How about you, Ragnar? Okay, I didn't finish my fucking rating. You don't matter, fucking dude. Goddamn, respect the Tierra. That's what. All right. It's <laughs> fucking bothering me. That's why I want to look at Ragnar instead of you see that fucking tear on your head. Stare at my shiny, shiny. Fucking tear on your bald ass head. What the fuck, man? Um, no, I for the character and the way Lee Shriver portrayed him, I'm I'd probably give him a nine. I, I really would. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, close it to mine, man. It was a ten character. Yeah. It was fun. His the best thing I think about his character was his excitement level when they find out that this is an alien um now being or whatever the fuck you want to call it and it's entity like, there we go yeah and it's a perfect circle yeah you know or he would he would bet that it's a perfect circle right and you know and you see him start to sort of uh, somewhat analyze it and then they figure out the most fucking time travel and then. He's like a kid in a fucking candy store. Yes, yes. His whole excitement level, fucking a thousand times. Oh yeah, more. Yeah, you know. And it was I. I love that about him. Well, I think all scientists are like that. Whenever they see something new, they get ex- extremely excited to the oh, point where they push things Absolutely. aside so they can see what they want to see and learn from what they're seeing. So I mean that that's pretty. And he played that role really well he really did so i think his death scene sucked oh my god Dude, it not, sucked not, man no not that it sucked like in a bad way sucked for him it sucked for him yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know well and norman because he just watched he just his buddy that, get fucking that's what roasted. pissed me off about that fucking scene right there is that yeah norman may have been fucking knocked down and woozy days or whatever he'd have been screaming you know like you're you he's you see him awake and his character, um, Ted, Ted. You, know, you see him late. He gets knocked down, and then he's just pinned down on the fucking on the grill. Yeah, he, he was a fucking. He was meat. Yeah. He was a steak. <laughs> no, he was grilled. <laughs> you know, and he's just the fucking big ass fucking flame. Brutal ass. scene. I, I'm not gonna lie. I that was a sad part. Like I was like, man. I sometimes you watch a movie, you get you really get connected to that character. Then, yeah. they, then they die in a brutal way. It's like, fuck, man. I really wanted him to stay. I really wanted to see more of him. It's kind of sucked because yeah. he, yeah. he was a good character. Because he, he, he made the, the movie a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Who's yeah. the next character? I'm going to go with Harry after after Ted. Yep. Okay. 
uh, I'm going to give him a nine. Well, first of all, maybe a 10 because Samuel Jackson, he's a very talented actor. He's been in so many, I mean, shit, he's been in so many fucking movies. It's Samuel, unbelievable. Over absolutely. hundreds of movies now. I mean, he's fucking uh, uh, in the Avengers as um, Nick Fury. Nick yep. Fury. I mean, he's fucking Maze Windu in Star Wars. I mean, he's in Pulp Fiction. I mean, he's in so many iconic movies. The original movies. bad motherfucker. Yes, the original bad motherfucker. He was even fucking Shaft. He did the Shaft remake. Yeah, exactly. The fact is, Samuel Jackson actually po- portrayed this role really well and i enjoyed his character especially when he was reading that Twenty Thousand leagues under the uh uh Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea book love that scene how you just see where you just see him reading it and the thing is going on and he's just reading it he doesn't give yep. a fuck what he doesn't give a right. fuck he's exactly. just reading the book but his character was really cool and the thing is you never knew because i figured that he was the only one that went in the spear but all of them did right but you thought that he was the only one that exactly. went in the spear so you thought that he was kind of like the, the villain of the movie but he wasn't you know, it was just his thoughts because right, you were you were thinking, man, he's so calm because he, you know he's doing all this. But then you're like, no, wait, wait a minute, no, he's just so calm. Because no, no, he, like that he's scene. the first one that realized, oh, well, this is our fate, and he's just accepted it. He's found his own zen, and he's just mm-hmm. going along. Yeah, remember when you thought he got poisoned on the fuck? Where they all thought that he poisoned the ca- himself. The, calam- uh, the, calamari. the calamari, but yeah. he, he and he was like it almost was like looking. He was dying. Phobia? He says, "No, I just don't like it." Yeah, <laughs> and it was a phobia. Great acting right there. That yeah. was great acting samuel jackson is an amazing actor i give him a 10 i, I will give him a 10 in this he was actually yeah. really good i'd give i give his him a 10 as well actually he i think he really did the fucking role really really well in the fact of he was calm really fucking calm throughout the whole fucking movie he was actually almost a comic relief when you think about it sometimes almost yeah yeah, yeah. you know and you and you yeah you, he was the first one to go in at the same time though when he when he came out of the sphere yeah right you see dustin hoffman's character right like the sphere takes him as well you know and then um you realize that they both went into it as well yeah um now I will say that's one thing we have a problem with is as as soon as Samuel L. Jackson's character goes into the sphere, um, Barnes, the military leadership figure, he would have had him quarantined. Yeah. Protocol would have dictated he would have been quarantined and sent topside. But him, you didn't know he actually went into the sphere. Yeah. He uh he thought maybe because he was there and then he wasn't. Um and but Ted watched him just kind of materialize at his feet. Yeah. Under but the it was Barnes's belief that he, he didn't know if that was a camera glitch or what exactly was going on. And then when uh um uh Norman, you know, went into the sphere it was showing it and but then the camera fucking blanked out so it wasn't you're right it wasn't a confirmation that that's what happened and so like that for sure um it was one of these what the fuck's going on here um situation and barnes had already they showed barnes touching the fucking sphere so in his mind it isn't like you know you're just walking into the fucking thing right uh it is a solid object it's Um, almost like it 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 chooses who it's going to take which once again that's harry points that out it's like no it's an intelligent being so what what, shows what to reflect yep Um, so what would you give for a number for uh samuel jackson i'm curious uh, for his character portrayal a 10 it it really is very logical methodical uh accepting of facts and just rolling with the situation most of the shit that went sideways he wasn't actually conscious for exactly uh so he isn't having the same emotional reaction that normally would have because he's not seeing it yeah he's hearing you know secondhand accounts of it and so he's I'm sure his logical brain is like, okay, these people are kind of fucking exaggerating some yeah. shit. Uh, you know, I'm sure it couldn't have been that bad. Right. Um, 
so it, it made complete sense. So I'll probably give, yeah, I'll give him a ten. Beth. So now we're oh. getting into the two most volatile characters here. Here we got. Can Beth I start? And, go ahead. All right, Beth. I didn't like. I didn't care for. She now she there there the scene where she was uh, kind of torturing Destin Hoffman. You know, about to drown him inside that fucking room. I thought that scene was really well, especially how she pulled it off. She was being very calm, saying, "You know, just take that syringe. You know, take it." She was very much so convinced that what she was doing. That but was for necessary. some yeah. reason, I don't know. I love Sharon Stone, but I didn't like her in this movie she didn't she she did not i i feel like it could have been portrayed by a a better actress um i didn't care for the way she looked i didn't care for the way she acted sharon stone has been in great great roles basic instinct uh fucking loved her in casino she was a fucking royal bitch in that but she did a great job at it but when it comes to this this wasn't my favorite role of hers i did not care for her in this one i would give her maybe a five um not my favorite character she's actually my least favorite character out of all of them i i could have lived without her in this film i think it could have been better off with a different actress i thought she was good i might be the role i thought she was i thought she played uh what was her job biochemist yeah she was by bio she also did the autopsy the autopsy on uh she was she was biochemist and bio and uh, well, what they call it now is bio. I figured she was like exo, a medic or something like that. Uh, Xeno or exobiologist oh, okay. is what they call it now. Okay. Yeah. But she was a bio, uh, biochemistry en- engineer and uh, biology major. Yeah. What'd you, what would you give her? I get, I, keep in mind, so with that background, with what her role in that mission was, how did she perform the role in the mission and the, 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 the character with the baggage that she had, how would you rate Sharon so, Stone's performance? You don't necessarily have to even like the character, but how was, did it make, did, did would, the role make sense? I would give her probably an eight in, in it. I think okay. she, I, I think she did. I think she did a pr- fairly well job for the character itself. I think she was a very bitter bitch mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, she had her, uh, uh, she had her l- duffel bag full of meds right so that was a shit ton of fucking meds she bought i'll change my but also (laughs) a lot of the other meds that she was a better well there it was the um the the, basically the medical uh thing that's what she's going and she even had that big ass fucking medical book uh, you know to look up you know the different things that she may not have known off top of her head exactly uh which made sense yeah i'll give her a six i'm raising it up to a six because when i think about Mm -hmm. her being a better bitch especially in casino she did do a good bitch in this one, and she did a good job at that, um, especially the fact that she hated, she said that she hated um, uh, Ted. Norman. No, right. Norman. <laughs> Norman. Yeah, Norman. God damn it, I'm getting these names mixed up. Sorry, but uh, I'd give her a six. Sorry about that. Yeah, I didn't no, mean to interrupt good. you, you're buddy. Good. Was she a likable character? No. 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 But that's not what she was there for. Right. She was there for her biochemistry knowledge, her biology knowledge, she definitely did that fucking job and especially in that would make sense why um uh, norman would have picked her uh you know yes yeah oh, especially with the sea snakes yeah, yeah. it would make se- that too, somebody right? that would that seems make out. sense uh to have on that mission and he knew she was good at her job makes sense yeah, yeah. um did she play somebody who had a lot of emotional baggage in a believable way yes absolutely right um was she the most attractive that she's ever been? No. Did she need to be? 
No. Was she playing a fucking, you know, uh, you know, a sex goddess? No. She was playing a regular fucking person. Well, I wasn't trying to rate but, her because of but her looks. You specifically no, said I her just, looks. I'm sorry. I, I you don't specifically think, said her looks. That's why I, I, I was just going in a rating that I don't that's think she was attractive I, in this which role. Which she didn't need to be. Yeah. No, that she, wasn't, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. And that's why I raised it. I raised it up a six. I mean, yeah. I, maybe a no, six. I say I, I'm going to have to give her a nine for for what the character was supposed to be the portrayal that Sharon Stone gave for that character. And the character wasn't supposed to be a likable person or somebody that you necessarily felt pity for or anything like that. Yeah. It was just, she was there. She was, uh, and served a purpose, served a purpose. Well, helped increase the paranoia that they were trying to sell, uh, you know, to all of us as the audience members. Yeah. So I'm about to give her a nine. All right. How about you, uh, Chase? I got to give her a six and a half, maybe a seven. But because you're right, she didn't have to be hot. She didn't have to be, you know, whatever else. But they wrote her in as being a the crazy woman on board with a biochemistry and biology uh, background. But the problem I had was especially when she was going after Norman. Yeah. She did not sell that at all didn't you said that they had him going after you talking about when he was when when, when he was trying trapped to, when, or were you talking had, about when he when they were like face to face and she was trying to say she too. got him trapped that whole interaction see i disagree i thought yes it was a no. very believable interaction it was like listen i think you're the one who's fucking this shit up right now so you need to take this stuff because she right. knew she couldn't make him physically by herself do it so you need to take this and if you're not going to take this i'm going to give you no choice to right. but but to take this but and, that is not how you do that but that's a a very believable role but that was her only option yeah yeah it really was she was utilizing the, the tools she had at her disposal okay. uh, and using her logic and her belief that he was the one causing the problems and not not that she was the one causing the problems you know because you know n- nobody thinks they're the bad guy um that didn't even fucking enter her enter her mind um so her reality was the, the only thing that makes sense now is he's the one causing this shit we need to handle him the same way we handled harry he needs to go to a dreamless fucking sleep in order to protect all of us so if i can't make him do it then i have to put a life-threatening situation it isn't like she can fucking overpower him physically or any way shape or form so i need to put him into a dangerous situation so Which that she would he have been a- able to do by flooding that uh flooding that compartment up to the tabletop level before she would have washed away that uh that syringe yeah but because doing so would have put him in hypothermic shock and he would have gone unconscious anyway yeah but she also didn't want to have to get to that point she she didn't want to so she just said wanted to try and kill him she didn't want to but also (laughs) logically i'm sorry you know ragnar i i like you a lot it, but if you're threatening my fucking safety and so like that if it's you or me i'm oh, absolutely yeah i'm yeah. Take, yeah i'm doing what i have to do to take yeah. you out yeah. uh, it's, I just it's that mean, remove the threat well, that's from the, way the board it normally would I, be anyways yeah. i just mean the the dialogue between her and norman during that scene didn't like you're right the which scene the scene when he's trying when, to she's trying to drown she, him when mm-hmm. she's flooding that compartment that was my favorite scene it was a great scene 
but the dialogue in that scene didn't really line up with her goal. See, that's the thing. That's the, also, that's the scene that I actually felt like was the best acting hypo, of her. Uh, you know, hypo, right. uh, um, uh, hypo, hypothermic. Is it hypothermic shock? Okay, hypothermic hi, is it, you're running heat. two shot. Yeah. Hypo is you're yeah. Not, yeah. Um, not enough. So uh, hypothermic shock. Uh, she knew that she could basically knock him the fuck out even by you know just using hypothermic uh, right. shock and the belief that she could then save him while he's fucking knocked out potentially. Yeah. Uh, so even not killing him, but still knocking him the fuck out. Right. Uh, so that could have been another. But reason as a biochemist, she should know that exposing him to waste high water that is pro- that's what was it? Uh, it was super fucking cold. Obviously. Twelve degrees, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That he would be un- unconscious in about six minutes. Yeah, okay. And she knew that she could... Fully this. submerged yeah. would be about two. Yeah, and that she could then <clears throat> save him at, at, You know, if if that's what her, her end plan right. would have been. But instead, uh, she just tries to flood the whole thing. Yeah, because you want to get him unconscious as quick as you possibly can to yeah. remove the threat. Because the second his mind starts fucking running, he could then... Uh, materialize a new fucking threat and bring the fucking you know squid back or whatever and crush the entire fucking thing or fucking you know a fire and materialize a fire in her compartment or who knows so the right thing to do is to remove him on the board as quickly and efficiently as possible uh to for the betterment of all of them all right so what's the next character we're going to do norman of course that's the last character norman i think we norman you think you're going to be surprised by your own rating on him no, actually, it's good. Uh, why don't you start? Okay. Norman, I I liked, but not enough to give him a good rating. Oh, really? Okay, really? I'm curious. So as, as a psychologist, you have to understand that, yes, you, you need to address everything very logically and, and analyze everybody, and you see him remain very calm throughout everything. But another big part of psychology and being a psychologist is interacting with the patients or people that will affect you and empathizing with or even faking an emotion to get a desirable reaction so what would you give him for numbers i'm gonna give him five and a half wow okay um i'm I'm and i think that is that is for writing wise that they gave that character not necessarily his as a character i'm gonna give him a five and a half i disagree with you completely i would give him a 10 I would match him up with Samuel Jackson. I loved his character. I actually enjoyed watching him on the screen. Dustin right. Hoffman. I thought he did the uh, role really well. I thought that the way that he uh, was panicking, especially with the snake inside there, when Sharon Stone, uh, Beth's character, right. was uh, trying to drown him and everything else, trying to fix the whole thing. But that's that's the only time you see a. a- no, I, I actually liked the whole. I thought he was the smartest, especially when he when oh, Jerry was talking on the screen and you know, and he said, you know, I, I don't really want him to feelings. What if Jerry gets mad? I loved that scene yeah. right there. I loved when he it's, said that. That was actually my favorite line from him. Absolutely, I thought that he did a really good job at that. I thought he was a very in the beginning when he was talking to Peter Coyote in the beginning before they even went down underwater, and uh, you know, explaining to him about the whole or- ordeal. And he said it's a it's an alien spaceship, mm-hmm. and I, I liked him. Yeah. I liked Dustin Hoffman, um, Norman. Sorry, yeah, sure no, I got right. the name right. You're good. I loved his uh, chemistry with uh, Ted. Samuel, no, Harry. Sorry, Harry. Harry. Samuel Jackson's character. I thought their chemistry together, especially when they were discussing about we're all going to die. He's one of those characters where whenever he j- jumped on the screen, I was happy to watch. Yeah. I would not give him a and see, five and a half. I give him a ten. That's where I have a dichotomy because I really enjoyed his character. I really enjoyed it. But at the same time, I see shortcomings in his character because the only time you see a strong emotional reaction from him was when he was experiencing his own fear of those snakes when he should have been reflecting or mirroring 
as they call it, mirroring uh, empathetic responses to the people he was interacting with. Oh, I see what you're going at. To keep keep them calm. Yeah. It it wasn't there. The the writing failed the character. See, I disagree. I think the writing actually worked well for his character. Well, I I, I see where you're coming from, Chase, with it, um, as far as being, having a, uh, looking at it with a, from a psychological perspective on his character alone. Um, but I would give his character a nine and a half on it because, yeah, the only time you see his his own emotion is with the snakes. Um, you also see his his professional side come out. Very much so. And when he, literally, when he's, when he's interacting, I think, with each character themselves, he, I, I feel, I think he does a, very good job in that role when he starts to learn about um when like when he finds out that harry went into the sphere mm-hmm. and then he does because like nobody apparently nobody knew that they actually fucking went right because they couldn't the remember so that, that was a big mystery in that yeah yeah um so he's doing his job of really analyzing everybody's emotions and everybody's reactions yeah to figure out what happened? Who went in? Why is this happening? What is going on? And then, you know, he realizes that Harry went in and then he figures out that he went in and they sort of deduce that Beth went in, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I, I feel like that was kind of half-hearted, though. Yeah, it really was. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that was very, very half-hearted on, on that role there. Or See, that, I, that, that section. I, no, I think... It needed to be half-hearted, what you guys are viewing as half-hearted, in order to to continue to sow seeds of doubt in our paranoia right, in the right. audience. It yeah. needed to be that ambiguous. Yeah. Um, otherwise, that we knew for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. She also went to the fucking sphere. Um, it would it would have taken away some of that questioning. Yeah, the and mystery us, of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you all question when you watched this? Did you all question on who actually went into the sphere? I mean, did you, did you all? That was the whole point. Oh well, yeah, no, yeah. I was. It had me going pretty much until until they were in the uh, escape submersible. Yeah. Well, that that was the funny thing is that when they were in the escape submersible and they were all seeing different things, but they weren't in. The, they were exactly. in the submersible and then they were in, inside the ship. I thought that was actually a very smart scene right that there. The way they were really, doing that. that was really well. I done. think yeah. that was the sphere's last. It was fucking with them to keep them there yeah right, and to right, have right. them all die yeah. together how about you Stu? what is your uh okay so i understand chase where you would be coming from as far as you think he may be failing as uh, a, a psychologist um i'm gonna go the different points i have two different reasons why i think the character worked really well uh one he is a a flawed self-centered individual based on his past uh it's already been proven talking about it um uh, based on his half-assedness going you know writing the government report um uh, just doing that's a very good a point so it's not like he would really focus on making sure yeah. yeah yeah and the other counterpoint is these are all people that he knew and already had a connection with right, right. uh you know this isn't you know uh Fuck mirroring God. a stranger this is no i can let my guard down i can be me mm-hmm. and show that and that's what he's doing he's being himself um and so it doesn't have to mirror the emotions he, he isn't you know tra- treating you know a, a plane crash victim you know then and there where you have to you know treat him in the first 24 hours because you guys keep saying that the only time you see emotion <clears throat> is when he's showing fear 
if you remember when he first got to the ship he was so passionate yeah, about getting passionate to about see that. those plane crash survivors for their own well-being even right. to the point well it's been too fucking late now might as well just fucking send me home right and so you could see feel that he he was committed to that job um and you know he felt upset that he wasn't able to perform that job um and then everything else goes fucking sideways you know it's not you know a plane crash it's an alien ship it's not an alien ship it's fucking goddamn time travel um and so like that so and he's rolling with this new information as calmly as he can knowing if he starts showing too emotional then his entire job is to try to keep the rest of the people calm also that's fair. Right. that's even yeah. what he said is the reason that i'm here is because the 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 logical reaction of human seeing an unknown entity is pure terror yeah all right and so that's why he's there is to manage the manage these people so that's his job is to stay calm to keep them calm and he did do a good job of doing that yes yeah so that's why i disagree with your breakdown of why you didn't give him higher because you thought he you know should have mirrored better because of those two reasons i think he did the character perfect justice okay um what would so you give him for a number i'm gonna give him a 10 wow based on his portrayal of Same. what i yep. viewed as what the character was supposed to be i thought hoffman did an amazing job portraying that character all right. it made sense in the film all right so given all that you think the the breakdown tells you that the reason this movie isn't as good as you think it could be is because of beth and the rushing at the end is that pretty much it because even beth i still gave a a high rating to i I think i'm the only one that gave a low rating for beth yeah Yeah. Uh, um for what the character is and made sense and stuff like that so the 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 pacing at the back end which even then i'm thinking about it i'm like all right shit's gonna go fucking sideways you know and once everybody starts getting fucking paranoid shit's gonna get feel more rushed and shit like that and in reality so even yes it may feel fast at the end but it also is logical right of why it's there so in that i'm talking about i'm like that it makes sense okay yeah okay so i guess the last thing i want to talk about is the 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 soundtrack, the, the yes. score for this movie. Yes. And um, that is our score horse job. Score horse. He, <laughs> yeah. he seems to really know what the hell he's talking about here. When it comes to scores, oh, I, 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 I love scores. I'm, I'm a huge collector of scores, and this score is fucking beautiful. Now, the thing is, my opinion has changed a lot about this movie, and I'm definitely going to show it when we do our pint reviews. But Elliot Goldendel does amazing scores. He's done Titus. He's done Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, which are horrible films, but the score is actually really good. He's also done um, Alien 3, which is a great horror thriller. I, I, I enjoy Alien 3. But the fact is, is that he has a beautiful score for this, and I loved it. High percussion, very high on the brass. It's very beautiful. It's very loud. And it was beautiful in this. I actually really enjoyed Elliot Goldendel. I really... I actually, after watching this movie, I downloaded the score and I was like, man, I listened to it and I was like, man, this is beautiful. I fucking love this. And I've listened to it a couple of times driving to work because it's really good. And I wasn't, I was shocked because I didn't think I was going to enjoy it all that much. And he, he's done really amazing scores, but uh, I, I don't know. What'd you guys think of it? You guys think it was a pretty good score? I thought it was as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that, it fit the movie. I see. I, I think I'm the only one here when it comes to score. I, I, I'm a you follow, huge. You follow it. 
I think you follow the scores a hell of a lot more than any of us. Oh, dude, I'm, yeah. I I collect so many scores. I, yeah. I I can know when it comes to scores, I can listen to a score and I know who's doing it. Yeah, like I don't even have to know who the yeah. I don't even have to look at the artist. I was like, oh, that sounds like that because every composer has a certain sound yeah. to their score, and Elliot Goldthundle is very recognizable. When I listen to this, I was like, oh, that's Elliot Goldthundle, and I look at the credits, Elliot Goldthundle. I was like, ah, oh, I knew it. And my now, what uh, else is he known for? Alien 3, oh, yeah, you, Batman okay, Forever, Batman and Robin, uh, Titus, uh, Frida. He's uh, done a lot of, uh, like I said, he's done a lot of great, fucking beautiful. And his is very loud. Titus is one of my favorite scores yeah. from him, which is a Shakespearean film with uh, Anthony Hopkins. Great fucking oh, film. Anthony Hopkins, fantastic. Too. Yes, but uh, that's a good film. So uh, going back to you, Chase. Uh, I was, uh, guess we can go ahead and close I with our part uh, reviews. Yeah, I think we'll... How's it? What do you think of the uh, overall movie? What's your all right? Well, you? I'll start with me, and we'll end with you. Um, so to give this a critical view and an enjoyment view. So listening to us talk about it, watching it twice, watching it the first time was like eh, and then watching it the second time, I was like, you know what? This this isn't that bad. For a critical view, I would give this a three. I would give this a three. I thought that this was a very well-made film. There, there is plot holes. There is a little bit of pacing issues. There's a little bit of, I wish they changed things around, but overall it was a really well-made film and it made you think and it made you want to know what happens at the end. There, yeah. there was a lot to uh, think about for this movie and all the characters and you know who was in the sphere and everything else. It was really well. So I would give this a three for critical. Now for enjoyment, this is what this is what's shocking me here because I was going to give this a low rating in the beginning. But watching it the second time and then us talking about it, I'm going to give it a four. I actually will watch this again. Really? This is, yeah, this is a four. I'm, I'm actually, okay. I actually want to watch it again just because of us talking about it. It makes you want to watch it again more. So I want to see if I can see some more stuff in it and actually analyze it better. But I would give this movie a four for enjoyment. I, I enjoyed it more. I enjoyed talking about it more than anything. It was very fun. So four for enjoyment, critical, about a three. So that's what I go for. Ragnar, how about you? So it's, all right. So uh, critical, I'll give it a three and a half. Um, you know, there's, there's plot holes in it, and just like any other movie, but... I think everything meshed well together in it. I think all the characters um, played their played their role very well, and they all it was all complimentary in each role that um, had their own interactions. Uh, Stu, your fucking tiara is killing me. <laughs> he's just staring off in the sunset like this. <laughs> he's waiting for his. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I'm looking at him watching over to the side and just looking at him with a tiara. I was like, "What the fuck, man." <laughs> Sorry, I I apologize. We got Stu over here just vibing. You're all smashing on him. I know. Ragnar, go ahead. I'm sorry. Judgmental bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking tear on your head. Oh, God. Oh, shit. All right. So, three and a half for critical. Um, I think, and I think there was a couple slow spots in it. Um, Either that or maybe I was tired when I was watching it. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I may have fallen asleep at one point. Uh-huh. So enjoyment wasn't good. No, no, no. I was like I said, I was tired. Um enjoyment, I'd give it a four on it. It's a good movie. It's a fun movie. There's nothing wrong. I and that's the thing. We've 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 tried to 
figure out like what the fuck is wrong with the movie of like we why can't. why this why the critics still are, keeps asking that fucking question over and over again i know and like it's not i don't think it's a perfect movie but i don't think it's a fucking horrible movie yeah you know and i think a four for this is i think is pretty fucking accurate all right you know i'd watch it again Stu. okay i'm really curious all right. With that fucking tear on the head. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Critically, just because I don't know what what is wrong. That what I, 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 what I, should it be? And what I is know. it? I, I, for some reason, I feel like it didn't live up to its potential, and I don't know how it it, it didn't live up to its potential. I can't put my fucking finger on it. <laughs> it's going to drive me fucking crazy. I'm going to have to give it a two and a half. Right down the fucking oh. middle, just because I don't know why it's it's not it's not a good movie. I'm really I really don't know shocked. Yeah. I thought Is it was that gonna be enjoyment high. Or critical. That's just that's, critical. That's okay. critical. All right. And I cause I don't know why it's it's not a good movie. It's not a bad movie. So I have to give it right down the middle and I This is the first one that's stumping me that I can't I can't point out except for it didn't live up to its potential. And I don't know how it didn't, but it just fucking didn't and it pisses me off so goddamn much now i'm curious what is your enjoyment i'm gonna have to give it a three also because i feel like the idea is really strong I'm sure and it just didn't too. live up to its potential you made it sound uh, like it was gonna be like another five no uh, wow no, I, like I said, it's because i don't feel it's a good movie and i don't know why it's not a good movie when everything every box that i go through in my head it's, 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 it's good i'm just like but it's not a good movie, and I don't know why. And it pisses me off so goddamn much. Um, so I'd have to give it critically right down the fucking middle. Um, enjoyment a three because it still pisses me off that it didn't live up to its potential, and I don't know why it didn't live up. Now, would you recommend this to watch? Yes, again? yes. Because maybe would recommend somebody it. could fucking tell me <laughs> why is it not a good movie. <laughs> I just, I just can't. I can't figure it out, and it pisses me off. I get angry at shit I can't understand. I get just angry. I understood the film. I don't understand why it's not good. Woosa. I don't understand it. Woosa. Goosefraba. All right, Jason, how about yours, buddy? I'm going to have to agree with uh, Stu on the critical. It's two and a half because it, the concept is fantastic. The, the score is great. It really does sound beautiful. The sets are great. The, the effects are fun. Um everything's there but you're right it just it doesn't live up to what i think it could be it, it, it's based on this 87 uh, 1987 book from michael Crichton that fucking blew it up yeah it should have been fantastic it just couldn't make it but enjoyability i'm giving it a almost four out of 3.75 there you go i thoroughly enjoy this both from a nostalgic point of view and because I just like the weird abstract concepts. You give me some alien shit, you give me some spooky shit, some deep sea shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about it, man. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie and I think it'll be in my watch list for a long time. And you thought we were gonna hate it. I yeah. really honestly did. No, <laughs> I, I it changed my opinion. I'm, i like I said, I watched it a second time and it changed my complete opinion about it. But it's it's, it's actually a really good sci fi film. Yeah. It's a good sci fi film. It's thoroughly it, to me I feel like it's like Prometheus. I like Prometheus. Oh, yeah. I think it's a good sci fi film. It's not a good alien film, but it's a good sci fi film. Would you guys agree? 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Ragnar, you've seen Prometheus, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's not a good alien film at all. No, but it's a <laughs> good sci-fi film. Yeah, and that's what this is. This is strict sci-fi. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, that is the end of our episode of Barrel Age Flicks for Sphere and uh, Chase. Great job, buddy. I appreciate it. So we uh, we job. will uh, see job. you guys next uh, time for our next episode, and uh, see you later, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's always gonna be the cock. We love the cock. Fuck you. I, I'm not saying. No, I'm saying. You know what a chicken sounds like, right? Bacock. Yeah, see? Hey, guys, this is Ron. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Barrel Age Flicks. We are excited to kick off the new year with upcoming episodes of BAF, The Small Batch, Sammy Selects, and The Tasting Room. If you like our show, please leave a five star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Guys, this helps out enormously. Give us a follow on Instagram at Barrel Age Flicks Podcast. If you would like to send us a special film request, please contact us via Instagram and we will give you a personal shout out on the show. Our podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Audible, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Castbox, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. Special thanks to Carl Casey at White Bat Audio on YouTube for his awesome music. This guy fucking rocks. Check him out. Our podcast only exists because of listeners like you. To find other great shows, head over to theden.show. Hope you join us for our next episode. Later, guys. Hey, everybody. Y'all should check out the podcast of the month at theden.show. The show is called Organic Spaceship, a great podcast where Josh, the host, sits down with people to drink whiskey and talk about their lives. True stories, just average guys that love to talk. And drinking whiskey, that's the best thing in the world. Seriously, guys, check them out.